0: Good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, and thank you for downloading Cartoon Action Hour Captive Souls Session Number 9. Yes, we've got two to go after this, and then we will be in new territory. Yes, I told you what I was going to do, but just in case you're wondering, maybe you came in late to the party, what have you, I'll reiterate what I am doing, since it took so much longer than I meant to take, thanks to my hiatus and other things, to get these uh, uploaded, what I've decided to do was finish with all the old stuff, at least as far as the cartoon action hours are concerned, and then, and only then, would we move on to new territory. That's new cartoon action hours, new monkeys took my jetpacks. So, now granted, there are some old monkeys took my jetpacks that have yet to be edited, and a couple of them are several years old so you will be getting some jetpack flashbacks sometime in the relative future but i'm talking mostly about the cartoon action hours we're going to finish those up get into new stuff and then we will resume with monkeys took my jetpack number 33. i know it's not what i had originally said it's not what i originally had planned but life is what happens when we're making other plans john lennon said it and i happen to agree so this is Cartoon Action Hour number nine. What have we got? We've got Lioncourt, otherwise known as Josh. Obviously a different Josh than the one that you are most familiar with. And he is our game master for this series. We have yours truly, Blind Geek, playing the part of Blade Star, And we have Anim5, the man, the myth, the legend, portraying smack chain more little else need be said before getting into this episode so i hope you enjoy and that was a rather abrupt closing there so uh let me just say that i'd like to thank you for listening and we'll catch you next time enjoy the episode
1: all right we're all here we were just discussing trek
0: huh has everyone seen it yet? Which I know basically means Annam, have you seen it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that would require leaving the house. Ah.
2: You should. <laughs> it's it's worth it. <laughs> I'm sure it is. I I know I'm definitely gonna see it at some point, but um I I was telling Josh that I haven't heard of, anybody say a bad thing about it yet.
0: Yeah, it's pretty amazing the acclaim that it's receiving. I mean, I expected there'd be a lot of good reviews, but there's always one or two people who just like to spit in someone's chocolate milk or whatever, you know. And none of that. Wow. <laughs> and that should be the name of
1: this episode. What? To spit none of that. In someone's chocolate milk.
3: <laughs> Spitting in. Ch- <laughs>
0: No, this episode should be um, redeemed from the clusterfuck that was last week. Because, uh, jeez, could anything have gone worse than, uh, I mean, not last week, last game, I should say. It depends on how you look at it, I guess. (laughs) Well, that's true. Everyone could have died. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. still haven't received my audiobook yet. But Amazon packages usually get dropped off around six or seven, so I'm not that surprised. Just annoyed because I want it! I ordered the audiobook novel of the Trek movie. That's the one that uh, Lion Court's listening to. Yes.
1: Which I'm uh, well into at this point. It's quite good. Quite good. There's a glitch in mine that I'm wondering if it'll be on the... uh, CDs—it's nothing major, but it was uh, a bit jarring when you're (laughs) when you're really into the book and you're focusing on every single word that he's saying, and then all of a sudden you hear this (laughs) noise come out of your, (laughs) you're like, jump jump three feet, (laughs) weird. Yeah, I've had that happen on Audible books before. I think it's an Audible thing that every once in a while something doesn't get caught when they convert them and. (laughs) <laughs> that's about, I think, the second or third time I've run into that. But
0: you don't miss it's anything. It's just... So they, they just want to make sure you're staying awake That's, right. yeah, that's when right. you listen to the book. It's like having those little things in the middle of the road. I don't know if... Uh, do they have those in in SoCal? I don't know if they do. I know in, Red, in here in Redmond they got these things in the middle of the road you've been driving along and all of a sudden you hear this because <laughs> your car goes over the thing. And no joke, apparently they are to keep Make, because you, you have so many trucks going through, they have those there to make sure anybody who might be falling asleep at the wheel is jarred to wakefulness once again. Wow, yeah. So you know I should start speaking like this because that's about to kind of. No, it's not that bad. It's but they do, <laughs> but they do have a major highway going through here, so trucks go through here, so that's why they have. Yeah, there's is. Uh,
1: there was a thing going on here back about. I don't know, five or six months ago, uh, not far from where I live, that uh, was very bizarre, and I'm not even sure what the purpose of it was, and I don't think it's there still, but if you got on one particular freeway and were driving at a specific speed, the idea was supposed to be that traffic was flowing quickly through this area. If you were not moving quickly enough, it would not happen, that when you drove over this particular stretch of freeway, they had these giant speakers Set up at the side of the freeway <laughs> that, uh, if you were going fast enough, would play the William Towel Overture. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> it
0: was very strange. Wow. What? 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 Why? What the hell was that? What? I don't know. Very weird. I mean, if you were going fast enough, you'd only hear the dan, 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 and then you'd be gone. I, so well, yeah,
1: presumably. I, I I didn't actually experience <laughs> it, but uh, Kara did, and so you can ask oh, her geez. about it on the next podcast but
2: very strange well, there's a video out that kind of combines the two ideas of the rumble strips that wake you up
3: mm-hmm.
2: and playing speakers when you're going fast enough I don't remember the details of who did it and what the music was but going over rumble strips produces a specific tone a specific pitch Huh? and they laid them out they'd some- Somebody figured out it was. It was very similar to uh, one of the things that I kind of wanted to see happen in one of the uh, IDDFOS episodes, but not quite precisely the same thing. <laughs> they laid the strips out along the highway, and if you were going at the right speed, it played music.
0: Huh, that's weird. I guess they figure if you're going, if you, it's like if you can't, if you can read this, you do not need glasses. Or if you're going this fast,
3: if you well, can hear this experiment. music,
0: you're going. It was- <laughs> <laughs> It was
2: just an experiment. I mean, they didn't set it up on a major U.S. highway anywhere. They just wanted to see if it could be done and how. And so they went ahead and did it.
1: It should play the Star Trek fanfare.
0: There you go. So those are called rumble strips. See, Mm -hmm. now that's what I love about you, Adam. You were probably sitting there knowing what I was talking about two seconds into my babbling stream of consciousness trying to describe it and just patiently waited for me to finish. And yeah, So now I know they have a name, rumble strip. That sounds like a uh, Jackie Chan movie. Yeah, it does. <laughs> well, they have
2: them here in Jersey. They've had oh, them for a while, but they mainly set them up just before toll collection booths. So They that,
1: want to make sure you're awake to give them money. <laughs> That's
2: right. Yeah, they want to make sure you're awake to give them money, and if you're going to crash, they don't want you to do it into their expensive
0: toll collection booth. <laughs> Whoa. And speaking of giving money... Have you since we've been talking about start? We are going to game at some point. I realize, but we're having fun. Um, Have you told Josh your uh, Tribble story? I don't think so. No, because I would have loved it if you had had the balls at the time to sell David Gerald one of your Tribbles. (laughs) Just, just to see what his reaction would be when he's got these piece of crap.
2: Well, yeah, see, there's the thing. I would have to have been willing to somehow find a way to get home. <laughs> yeah, because it would have been, uh, well, you're you're in violation of two things. One, you don't have a dealer's license. Two, you're in violation of copyright. Oh, there's that little snag.
0: It. I forgot and, about uh, that.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, he still pretty much held the copyright to uh, whatever, or at least he had somehow worked at a deal or purchased permission or something from Paramount or Desilu or whoever the hell owned Star Trek at the in nineteen seventy six.
1: so what what is the story?
2: I used to make tribbles when I was in high school. There was that happens
3: story. when
0: you get older. Your body starts to go through changes, you you know. <laughs> Suddenly, you feel like you make triples, it's just your voice changes,
2: you notice other girls a lot, and you start making (laughs) triples.
0: Sorry, I just couldn't resist.
2: (laughs) There was a store that opened up in Nutley, New Jersey, and they were right there on Main Street in Nutley. They were called the Starfleet Outpost, and they had all kinds of science fiction stuff and comic books, and not movies actually, because it was still too early. I think the beta VHS wars hadn't even started yet. But I'd go in there every once in a while, you know, me and my friend, and, and we'd either pick up comic books or models or Star Trek crap or whatever. And I started making tribbles, and I brought a couple of them in, and the guy liked them. And he said, these are great. Can you make more? So I was making 15 or $30 a week selling tribbles to the store. He turned around. And I think I sold them to him for 3 and he sold them for 5 or something like that. And I was making them. I was making them well. I was buying fake fur that actually looked like the tribbles that were in the original series episode. Really long, long fur and non-detectable seams, because I would sew them up just right so that you couldn't see the seam. That was the whole point. It had to look like a tribble. Right. I wouldn't understand why anybody would make them any differently. And the guy's looking at him and he says, "You know." He goes into the back room. He comes back with this little squeaker thing, this little internal plastic or paper or something or other, little squeaker thing. He says, you can get these by the gross in Chinatown. I'm a 16-year-old kid. I'm going to go into Chinatown and go <laughs> squeakers. Like like I didn't have a car and I didn't have a license and this wasn't the kind of thing that I didn't go into New York regularly. <laughs> but anyway, he says, you go get these by the gross in Chinatown. Stick them inside the triples and make them squeak. And I'm – I'm like, you know, uh, what? First of all, triples never squeaked, <laughs> or they didn't go squeak, squeak, you know, like a little rubber ducky, because that's what the sound was making. And I was, I was kind of like, yeah, well, you know, I, I suppose I could. But my kid brother had one of these little toys, one of these little toy moo cow things, a little. Um, Oh, smaller than a tiny can of vegetables, but if you turn the thing over, it made this kind of a
3: right, noise. Right, right,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: So this. I thought, well, that's not terribly removed from some of the <laughs> bits of noises that maybe one or two of them made, whatever. I just didn't like the squeak, yeah. but I was perfectly content to stick a moo cow thing in the thing. <laughs> Like, what the hell? So I bought a whole bunch of those things. I went down to the five and dime and, like an idiot, paid retail for, for each of these individuals. I was buying four or five a week and built them up and stuck them inside
0: the Tribbles. Now, could you get the thing that made the... Uh, the the moo cow noise? The moo cow noise, or did you have to get the moo cow thing and take it apart and take the thing out for each one? No, it
2: was the, the whole entire thing. It wasn't all that big, really. It wasn't all that big. It was about the size of a sh- uh, maybe a little bit wider and a little bit shorter than uh, a salt shaker.
0: Yeah, I've seen them. I used to have one. So you just made yeah. the triple thing around the Mukau thing. Precisely. Okay. Hey, go yeah, on. I- so
2: uh, I went to uh, a Star Trek convention. Um, oh, This would have had to have been 1976 because it was the Bicentennial 10. Hmm. With a, a whole pillowcase full of these suckers. It was a nice big stuffed bag of these things that I brought to the convention, figuring maybe if I catch two or three people at the right place at the right time, I won't get in trouble, and I can maybe sell a couple of these things. So. But it was enough that I could carry one around with me, which was fine. This was like a really big deal, because it was ten years after Star Trek premiered. And it was the Bicentennial of the country. So they called it the Bicentennial 10. And the dealer room was massive. It was absolutely massive. There was table after table. It was it took up, I think, two ballrooms in the hotel. And one of the people that was there was David Gerold, the author of The Trouble with Trouble. Oh, uh, like, yes. Yeah. So he was at his table. And he was surrounded by, of course, whatever books he happened to have published at the time and, and all his tribbles. His tribbles were crap. <laughs> I mean, they were just – they were crap. They were garbage tribbles. They were cheap fake fur. They weren't quality fake fur. They were cheap short-haired fake fur. And you can – you didn't even have to pick the thing up. You could look right at the things and see the seam. See the sewn edge of where it was put together. And I don't remember what he was selling them for. I, I might have at some point remembered what he was selling them for, but they were all for sale there. And, and he's grinning up a storm, signing books and shaking hands and selling his garbagey crap tribbles. It's like, okay, fine. So I walk a couple of tables down. I don't know how far away from you. I was probably like 20 or 30 feet away from where he was selling his troubles. And I'm looking at some stuff uh, on some other table. Some guy was selling books, magazines, posters, or models of phasers. I'm telling you, what they were selling at that Bicentennial 10 was compared to what's available now. If the stuff that was available now was available then, I would have killed my brother. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, the, the
2: communicator, I'm, I'm sorry, a communicator that you flip open that makes that noise. Oh, uh, yeah. Is, and, and it also happens to be a, a calculator, you know. A, yeah. And the phaser and the tricorder, all the rest of the stuff that's out now. They were selling kits to make the, not even the finished thing, kits to put wow. them together yourself with the electronics for like 120 to $200. Yes and and a bunch of other uh other crap that's like wasn't even remotely anyway i'm looking at the table and i turned one of the tribbles on my arm and it made the moo cow noise and the guy that was behind the table he was dressed in an engineering smock i mean he was in uniform
3: yeah.
2: federation uniform mm-hmm. he Practically pulled me over the table. He practically <laughs> grabbed me by the rappel, lapels and pulled me over the table. And said, where did you get that? Oh my God, it's amazing! So, listen to the sound of this. And he turns it, and I said, where did you get that? And I said, I make it myself. It's fantastic. You got any more? And he pulled me around back behind the table to where he was, and he's looking at it, and he's looking for the seams. He can't find the seams. He sees it's a quality piece of work. Mm-hmm. And uh, he turns it again, and then somebody on the other side of the table who was looking at his stuff says, oh, that's cool. Where did you get that? <laughs> <laughs> and he puts it in the guy's hand. And he, 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 he turns the guy. He says, five bucks. Guy hands him five bucks immediately. Takes the treble out of my hands, puts it in the guy's hand, takes the five bucks, sticks it in my pocket. He says, you got any more of these, you know where to come. Nice. So 20 feet away from David Gerald, I – violated his copyright. <laughs> sold a quality Tribble right under his nose and the hell with him.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, they actually were selling the you know new Tribbles too at the um, Comic Con last year. Did they call
2: them Tribbles? Oh yeah. Yeah. They were this, they? The, one of the official Star Trek tables or whatever. No, they finally got over that. Okay. Oh, all right. Official trick. Because yeah. when the guy told me that I could sell these things he said he could sell them too and he was selling them in his shop, but he was calling them earth born buffarillos.
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah,
2: because you can't copyright a ball of fluff. You can't copyright a round piece of fake fur. Right. But you can copyright the name Tribble. So he couldn't use the name Tribble. He called them Earth Born Bufferillos as if, you know. And he would of course, you know, if if somebody came in to buy the things, he'd be smiling very wide when he said it. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, that's what they are. They're earth-born, earthborn buffarillos. buffarillos. Wink, wink, nudge, <laughs> nudge. It was a, they were two partners. They were, they were uh, Vietnam vets that had always been into science fiction and comics and Star Trek and all the rest of that stuff. And they decided to go into business together and open up this Starfleet outpost. And saddest part of the story was that these guys just couldn't make a go of it. There was just not enough demand for science fiction stuff to keep their store open. They had a really nice location on the main strip in Nutley, which is not a big city, or, but it's just an outlying town
3: mm-hmm. in the
2: urban sprawl. But they had to shut their doors. And the saddest thing is they shut their doors six months before Star Wars opened.
1: Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. ouch. Yeah.
0: Ouch. <laughs> Man.
2: Yeah, well, if they could have hung on for, like, another seven or eight months, they would have needed to open new locations.
0: Yes, that sound that was heard all over Jersey uh, uh, in May of 1977 was the sound of one of those guys saying,
3: Damn it all to hell!
0: (laughs) Yeah, pretty much.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I don't know.
0: That's a great recounting, sir. You tell a hell of a story. It, it <laughs> uh, one of the high points
2: of a very tame life <laughs> so, you and, were a triple dealer in your youth was a, <laughs> I was a triple dealer yeah that's one of the uh, you one, dealt one in of, illegal tribbles
0: my life right. as a teenage triple dealer
2: you think 30 years later uh, the <laughs> copyright police would come after me I guess now it would be uh well, hell, they've got some pretty nasty characters to come after me from Nevada.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> Send the you could still call them the troopers, and no one could say a damn thing. So you mm-hmm.
2: know. Oh, I remembered it incorrectly. I called them uh, epicacuanas. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Did either one of you
1: go to the Star Trek experience? Uh, yeah, we both did together. Yep. Actually,
0: yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's awesome. And it's back. It's coming yeah, back. Yeah, I hear it's they reopened back. it. Or they're, gonna yeah, it they're or going to reopen it They're
1: going to. They have not yet. But yeah, they're working on it. And yeah. it's going to be more original series slanted now.
0: Which I have absolutely no problem with whatsoever. No, I, in rather. fact, I embrace it quite uh, readily. Yeah, what the and hell? It's, yeah. I now have reason to go to Vegas again. Because I don't gamble and I don't generally... The vibe of Vegas gets on my nerves after about, oh, a weekend. But <laughs> uh, I've gone to see it. I think three times, including the time we went. In fact, uh, uh, Mel and I had our honeymoon. Sounds so cheesy with that movie out and everything, but we had our honeymoon in Vegas, and <laughs> and uh, it was primarily so I could take her to see the Star Trek experience. Oh, cool. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, and we ended up, she ended up getting us the uh, backstage. They have a backstage thing that they used to do where if you paid, I think it was total like 50 bucks, because it's like 30 bucks for the day and then $20 for the backstage tour. And that was really cool. You got to see uh, how they did some of the effects. And uh, My only thing I didn't like about it was that they show you all this stuff before you actually experience the experience. And I thought it would be better to do that when... uh, I mean, I guess technically you could, because they had it at certain times. But if you went in for like the first thing of the day, and you wanted to do it that way... Then you would go on the tour before you actually rode the experience, which if you've done it before, I guess they assume if you're taking the tour, you've probably ridden it before or gone Hmm. through it.
2: So if you had the choice, skipping the -the behind-the-scenes stuff and having the experience first and then doing the -the behind-the-scenes stuff is the best way to go?
0: I think so because then you get to go, wow, that's really cool, and then, then find out. I' i
1: I loved the Feringi guy that ran the uh, the gift shop that was kept trying to sell his crap. yes, that was
0: awesome <laughs>
1: and uh, i I don't have that, but I do have this abridged audio book that you might be interested
3: <laughs> in
0: was it uh I can't remember which time this was, so this may have been the time you and I went, so you may want to smack me in the back of the head, but uh there was the Klingon who we who uh, yeah, that,
1: I think that was the time I, I was there because right? we yeah. had the the Ferengi and the Klingon arguing across our table in Quark's Bar, right? But
0: was the Klingon <laughs> was the Klingon bagging on, uh or referring to George W. Bush? What a great president. And it was Finally, yeah. nice that we yeah, finally yeah, had a yeah, warrior yeah. in office in this in our in our. Uh, uh, country. Yeah. It was quite funny, was. and because he was Klingon, it didn't come off as. Why are you putting politics in my Star Trek? because if you think about it from a, even though i mean I won't go into my views on the whole thing but but uh from a Klingon perspective, Bush would be a great uh you know <laughs> president, so oh yeah so it was it was quite funny it was and they've got these people just ro- ro- roaming around in character the entire the entire time, and oh, that's uh so cool yeah, it is really cool really fun. Because you can you Lots. can immerse yourself into it and just forget that they're obviously actors wearing costumes, improvising. You know, and
1: they were very good at what they. did. Yes, I mean, yeah. The Ferengi, all the, the both the Ferengi that we met while I was there had the voice down and the personalities
0: down, just to an absolute. Yeah, it, it, it was amazing. Yeah, the person. Yeah, and they 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 talked with, and you could tell that they knew more than just like. I would imagine if you were going to do something like this, you'd be briefed on a certain amount of, oh, they're greedy, they, you know, this is what you're supposed to act like. This guy, one of them knew uh, there was a woman who was he was kind of flirting with, and uh, she started kind of caressing his ears, <laughs> and he goes, oh, you give really good umoks. And I just started cracking up because I thought, oh, that is so cool. They get because most people, even if they know what a Ferengi is, they're not gonna necessarily know what Umox is. But the fact that he did I mean she did as well, which made it even better because she was just playing right along. It was it's just fun for that reason. You can just Forget what what where you really are, and just and just it is the Star Trek experience. I mean, when they first started it, it was just this ride that you went on, and it became so much more over the years that they did it. Well, I hope they, they had all be- the drinks in Quark's bar. You could try out all the different Star Trek drinks, and I mean, it was obviously Saurian <laughs> brandy. Yeah, yeah.
1: You, you could, they could buy banana- cases
0: of Romulan ale. Yeah, they they took um, brandy and added and mixed it with banana schnapps and colored it i think green if i'm not mistaken i don't i might be whatever color sorry and brandy is in the show if they show it and uh, that was that was uh, sorry and brandy and it was uh, it was 5 bucks a shot but by god i got to drink sorry and brandy i don't care that i know what how they made it the point is you got to drink sorry and damn brandy and that was just awesome <laughs> So that's of the nth degree. Proud of it. Thank you very much. Surely you
2: want some Antarian glow water? (laughs) (laughs) I use that to polish the flame gems.
3: That's right.
2: (laughs) That was uh, the other related thing to the triple thing. Why can't I remember the? (sighs) Roger C. Carmel was mud. Why? Can't I remember the name that you guys know this? You have to know this. The name of the actor that played Cyrano Jones.
0: Uh, this Josh, you're going to
2: have to help because I don't know uh, this.
1: Yeah, I don't remember either. But I, mean, okay. I know who you're talking
2: about. But. Yeah, he was one of the panel people in one of the um, um, events or whatever. The fans come in, listen, and talk and ask questions, the rest of that stuff. He was one of the people on the panel, and I, I got myself into a front row. And I had a couple more tribbles on me at the time, and it hadn't gotten started yet, and it was still pretty quiet. And I turned one of them, and it made the moo cow noise. And he looked down in my direction, and he saw it, and he said, I think that means it has to go.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. You got your cow in
0: my tribble. Did it really? (laughs)
1: In the uh, in the end credits of the new Trek movie, they actually some piece of music in the movie. I think I think it might be the music they play in the bar scene, Eric. I yeah. can't remember now, but anyway, some piece of music is is actually credited to Sierra Jones in the <laughs> end credits. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. One other uh, little Trek-related uh, story that you just reminded <laughs> me of the. Uh, there's a website called Go Animate. Have either of you heard of this site? No. It's basically no. it's a it's a very visual thing, but it's kind of fun. I, I was doing it with my sister a couple of months ago. They basically they give you all these little uh, characters and locations and stuff, and you can create little animated cartoons. You get the characters to talk and make different expressions and walk around and do whatever. And that, they've added a whole Star Trek section. So that's all the original Star Trek crew. And locations on the Enterprise and on Vulcan and all these different things and Tribbles and all this stuff. So, uh, it, it's pretty fun. You can put background music in the scenes and so on and so forth. and It's, it's kind of cool. One of the first ones that I ever watched on there that somebody else had put together. You, you need a sighted person to help because otherwise you have absolutely no idea what's going on. But, right. uh it was... Uh, a recreation of that scene at the end of the uh, tro- you know, toward the end of the Trouble with Tribbles episode, where they're trying to figure out what happened to all the Tribbles, right? Mm-hmm. Except that in in this case, it, it's going through it. It's doing exactly exactly like the episode, right down to you know, all the dialogues exactly got the same. Except that when it gets to the very very end, it turns out that Scotty has put all of the Tribbles into the food replicators on the Enterprise <laughs> and is serving them as meals. And it turns out the name of of the uh, cartoon is A Quibble with Nibbles. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny.
2: My chicken sandwich and coffee. This,
3: this is
0: my, my chicken sandwich, chicken sandwich and, and coffee. No, coffee. <laughs> I want to see the ship. I don't care what you have to do. I want to buy my ship. Is it that tribbles taste like chicken,
1: or chicken tastes like tribbles?
2: speaking amazing. of. Nobody could figure out – at least I couldn't figure it out at the end. It's like, Scott, you didn't transport them into
0: space. Captain, that would be inhuman. But it was perfectly fine. That's right. So <laughs> put them, them on the up ship, where they're probably going to smash them into puree anyway, because they yeah, They'll
2: just spend whatever the next two or three months or weeks or whatever, incinerating the things or slowly pulling their hair out. You know.
0: Yeah, you know that we, we think serial killers in this in in our society pull the wings off butterflies. Well, in Klingonese, it's pull the fur off tribbles. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I've got a button. <laughs> I got a button from right around that era. I don't think it was that particular convention, probably one of the earlier ones. The same guy that draws uh, Girl Genius, an online comic called Girl Genius, was drawing back then, I think. Either that or he stole directly from this guy's style. But it's a picture of a Klingon stomping on something. You can't tell what it was. And the caption reads, they make such a nice sound when you squish them. (laughs)
0: And speaking of food in Star Trek, Josh, you either told a story incorrectly or I misheard you. And I finally heard it the way it was supposed to be and went, Oh, that's why that's funny. Because I was kind of flake-eating you at the time. It was the Burger King thing where they're training you to keep their food from being captured by... And you said the Klingons, the Burger Klingons. And I thought, okay, that's that's interesting. It's King-ons! Yeah, you heard me wrong. I heard you wrong. Apparently. Okay, because I thought, man, that actually uh, makes more sense. It's funny now. But, yeah, I, I thought maybe I heard you wrong, because usually you're not one to screw up a thing like that. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, I, uh, uh, I always wanted the T-shirt that says, He's dead, Jim. You get his Tricorder, i get his wallet. Get his wallet. <laughs>
3: <laughs> my,
1: my, my sister has, um, has a cafe press shop where she's selling a bunch of stuff, including uh, some Star Trek-related shirts and things right now, some of which are... Um... I didn't always look this way. There was a transporter accident. <laughs> <laughs> so that was good. Trekkie, the next generation, and it's on a maternity shirt. So that, oh jeez. So that's pretty funny. And then my personal favorite it says, I, uh, "A product of late twentieth-century genetic engineering." <laughs> <laughs> She's also got one that's got a silhouette of the of a hand doing the Vulcan salute, and underneath it, it says, "Trek
2: you." <laughs> so that's pretty Soon to take part in the eugenics wars.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Uh,
1: good stuff. Good stuff.
2: Hey, I love the one with the, uh, you
1: get
0: his tricorder, I'll get his I'll wallet. I'll wallet. That's awesome. Uh, good, stuff. good stuff. That would have been the one thing, that they have to put it in the next movie. What's that? Is Is—is having McCoy say, at some point, he's dead, Jim. It, ne- it needs to be in there.
1: The problem is, and I, I understand it, they, that, that line was actually even originally in Star Trek 6, and they're... They couldn't – anytime you want to do that, you lose the poignancy of whoever is dead is dead. Yeah, that's true. Because, because it's, it's, a, it's such a – yeah, it's not
0: – yeah. That's the problem.
1: Was it in Star Trek Six? It, it, oh, it was going to be. Oh, it was going to be. and then in they the script, and they ended up not using it because it yeah, screwed up – Because it was the scene with the, the chancellor. You know? Oh, I
0: know exactly where it would be. Yeah. I just didn't yeah. – yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's true because when he when he says that now it's become such a uh, dun 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 thing that yeah, yeah, it would kind of take your mind out of the story.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But it would still it's it's too bad cuz it's such an iconic.
1: They got McCoy- everything else in there that yeah, they did. to be in there. So, uh, yeah, they
0: did. I can't bitch too much. Oh, I'm not bitching. I just it would be cool to see him deliver I mean, I'm sure as the actor playing McCoy <laughs> since he was such a fan of the series, that that would be like I mean, right up there with the, I'm a doctor, not a thing would right, be, right. I'd be like, let me get, you know, film a scene with me saying that you can cut it. I don't care. I just want to say as McCoy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so the camera tilt back and forth and roll around on the, on the bridge and just say, I'm a doctor, not a f- pinball.
1: <laughs> you know, that's, that's where the enterprise crew works out.
2: In the, he's dead. Oh God. <laughs> Oh, I'm, I've been go, I'm, I've been Googling uh, these past few minutes trying to find the triple sound effect.
1: <laughs> you know what's sad is I actually have the triple sound effect on my hard drive at this moment. Oh, okay. How sad is that?
2: Well, I know I have it on CD along with a whole bunch of other stuff. It's yeah. just that it's gonna it's either gonna be on a shelf somewhere above me or uh, in the basement, and well, I, was, I was looking to. Load something in and play it, but it
0: would have been anticlimactic. (laughs) I want the one, I like the one that they make when they're, when they're pissed off. Yeah. Yeah. That that weird thing that they, that they do now that everyone, yeah, that must have sounded good over the little microphone. It seems to
2: be enough uh, to to have some guy risk his life and prison. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you going to talk? If you don't talk, I'll, it'll make the screech sound at you again. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, oh
2: God! I wonder what that guy must have felt like twenty, twenty-five years later, getting the phone call in Hollywood or wherever the hell he lived, saying, "Uh, remember that part you did in Star Trek years and years ago? <laughs> well, we want you to come back and play him again in Deep Space Nine." That's what.
0: <laughs> That was a great episode, though, man. That was awesome. Oh, it was
2: fantastic. It was so superbly done. Absolutely superbly done. The triple
1: one that you're talking about? Yeah. 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 That was awesome.
0: And I love the reaction that Worf gave, because this was way before Enterprise was going to come along and explain this. And I actually kind of liked the fact that they said, Mr. Worf, how come... These Klingons look different from you, and he just pauses and says, "It's not a story we like to talk about," <laughs> or something to that effect, and that's that's all we get. And it's just like I I love that. It's just I it. Acknowledges I, love, it
1: without, I love the way that the Enterprise handled it though. It, yeah, I mean, it was just sheer brilliance. That whole last season was. Yeah. All right. I suppose we should play. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm hoping this episode goes well. I'll just tell you up front, I did not prepare this one nearly as extensively as some of the other ones. But
2: well, you I, were in Pennsylvania for a while.
1: Yeah, yep. I was. I was there till Thursday night, and then I was extremely busy over the weekend. But um,
0: well, having had to prep for a thing in one, well, essentially in in one day after my vacation, you have a high standard to be held to, sir. So no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think I
1: did pretty well, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Alright. Well, when la- last we met, you and your f- past selves had all uh, rushed to the location of the Leprechaun Village, which has been wiped out by the river of lava from the volcano, much to Lucas's dismay. And, uh,. Valamir had lured you there by doing that, and he is holding a device with which he can cause something terrible to happen to Blade Star. And he is demanding the helmet and the shield of Zim.
0: Let's pick up the action here, shall we?
1: Sit back, relax, and enjoy,
3: enjoy.
1: miniature
2: theater. <laughs> <laughs> Captive souls.
3: Um, yeah. Um, Captain uh, so uh,
0: <laughs> Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I would. I. This is uh, Blade Star talking to to. Uh, Remember former or, pastor oh, prison. God! Blade are Star. they still here? Can they go away? You, you can. You can send them away. But you guys. Yeah, have not you know. Gone you back. got. You. You guys. Uh, we've screwed things up enough. <laughs> I think we should. <laughs> I don't know. I was enjoying the double mint hour. <laughs> <laughs> double mint. Yes, but Did at least we ex- could have some gum to go along
2: with it. It was particularly interesting to find out just how similar and how different Shaylee, <laughs> yeah. the new one, the old one. Now the new one is a little bit like the old one, and the old one doesn't understand why she doesn't obey the mistress. And now yeah. she's got like a she's got a, a rock arm and a rock nose, and <sighs>
1: missing.
0: <you know. laughs> Yeah, I don't think she has a nose anymore, Rocker, otherwise,
3: does she?
2: Yeah, she's got a stone tip of her nose and a stone arm, if I remember correctly.
3: Yep. that word, It was no, fused
2: it was on. on. It was fused on by the princess, but... Uh, well, that's right. Was, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Dig in a bag and find a piece of nose that fell off. That was... <laughs> God, that was
3: just
0: I'm pick in. up a pebble off the ground and just... Solder <laughs> that's it. <everything. true. laughs> if I...
2: Could have put a Nautilus shell out there.
0: <laughs> if I remember correctly,
1: the previous Shaylee, who's wearing the helmet, is still in stone form.
0: Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. I believe That's so. right, because that was a big thing. She put the helmet on, and yet she. Wait. Right. We thought she was going to turn back. Yes. But she's still wearing the helmet, but she's still right. stone. But the right.
1: present
2: Shaylee. When the present day Shaley attempted to take her helmet off, they both froze. Right. That's right. Yeah. I had a question about the shields. Uh, is the old
0: me and the new me both holding a shield? <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Uh, there could be two helmets and two shields. Well,
1: no. There's only one helmet. There's only one helmet, which is the one that <laughs> the past Shaley is wearing. No, there's only one. Yeah.
0: We've yeah. I don't curious. know how it the wor- only one. I
2: don't know how it worked out to be that way, but it was that way in the last game.
1: They, uh, the helmet, a- uh, if, if I remember correctly, and I should look back at my notes, but I'm not going to. <laughs> the uh, yeah, the uh, helmet just wasn't there uh, when you went back in time. But she was stoned again and able to move around without the
2: helmet. Okay. So, um, so then we should assume that the present day uh, smack Chain more doesn't have the shield, but the old smack Chain Moore yeah, does. Yeah, I think
1: that's what we're going to do, just because uh, we never
2: specified so. Yeah, so when we went back in time, I no longer had the shield, but the old me did. Okay. Right. Fair enough, that's fine.
1: All right. Okay. Hand over the shield
0: and helmet of Zim. No.
2: What? What was the middle <laughs> part again? <laughs>
1: Your life will be winding down very
0: rapidly if you do not hand them over. Yes, but I'll live by the principle that I will not be giving you the ability to go between planets or whatever the hell the ability is. It's been so long since we've... I would rather live my life by the principle of not giving you the ability to combine these forces... Don't you mean die or death? Oh, please. You don't scare You forget. I... You may have made me, but... (laughs) Where am I going with this? (laughs) You may have made me, but I, in in my time, while you were in the process of that, saw you when you were not so uh, sure of yourself, so confident as you are now.
3: I see.
1: He raises his hand with the device in it. Star.
2: Yes? Is that your final answer? (laughs) (laughs) That's my final answer, Smack.
1: Are you sure you don't want to use the helpline, or
0: whatever (laughs) it's called? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we Um, at Captive Souls are years ahead of our time. (laughs) I'm... (laughs) I'm (laughs)
2: I am not willing to sacrifice Blade Star's life for these artifacts. However, I'm perfectly content to allow him to sacrifice his
1: <laughs> life.
0: Sacrifice his life. <laughs> it, be- you, it, be- that's, that's-
1: it begins this- to snow. Okay.
2: Wow, that's interesting. Is it actual snow or is it ash from the volcano?
1: It's actual snow, which is odd, because it's a very warm day. Well, it's not sticking, which means it's more... <laughs> because slush- that's important right now. <laughs> you're about to die, and you're commenting on the snow not sticking.
0: I'm about... It, it, I'm... so Well, yeah, but come on. It's snowing. It's, I, it's a little weird, but it's not death-threatening.
1: Death-threatening? about life-threatening?
0: Life-threatening? No, it's threatening that I'm going to die. That's death-threatening, as far as I'm concerned.
2: Well, as far as I'm concerned, Valamir is to smack chain more what Darth Vader is to Han Solo. As in, when the door slides open and he sees him there, he draws that blaster and fires. (laughs) No questions asked, no moment lost. Just, oh, it's you. Die. So, having given Blade Star the opportunity to make his decision, and having heard his decision, I'm going to attack this bastard. Cool.
1: Well, before you get a chance to... Thank God. <laughs> 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 <Whew>. <laughs> I would like Bladestar. Who's got the hyper-awareness? I can't remember. Me. That would be Bladestar. All right, roll your hyper-awareness. Which reminds me, I should probably open the dice-rolling program. That would be helpful.
0: In rolling dice. Good lord, it's been so long since we've played. I roll the die and add it to the stat. Okay. Oh, hell. Yeah, okay, this is good. The first roll of the new game series, and it's a one. A one, all right. Well, I mean, total of six, but I rolled a one. No, it's a one,
1: so. so it's an extra bad flub. Right. So it doesn't even matter what you add to it.
3: Yeah.
0: You notice. This is going to seriously undermine my bravado isn't it?
1: You notice that you've got snowflakes in your eyebrows. (laughs) Which is not what I was hoping for. Do you have any sort of perception, anything that uh, you can use there, uh, smack?
2: That's what I'm looking for here.
1: And if not, then I'll just have you roll and...
2: I don't actually think I do. I don't believe I added anything like that to... No, I just kept adding, I added Nimbus of Nimbleness and Gravity, well, or Gravity, Hammer of Shenzhen. I did not add Awareness, so, all right, I'm just going to roll. And I get a six.
1: You, on the other hand, unlike your... (laughs) Partner in crime. Notice that Valamir no longer appears to be moving at all. I oh, wasn't aware moving.
3: Before? Oil can. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Or> wait, <not. laughs> who isn't? Wait, wait, who isn't moving?
2: Valamir. That's what I thought. He said, "Mr. Badass, who been chewy, who we hate so much."
0: Okay, so yeah. this. Apparently, it is not strange. being caused by him.
1: It's starting to snow harder, and there is a noise coming from the sky. Okay, somebody's bringing
0: in an F 22.
1: What the hell's going on? asks previous Shaley.
0: <laughs> I don't know,
1: says current day Shaley.
0: <laughs> yeah. Blade Star, yeah? (laughs) Maybe we better get under something, because it's starting to get cold, and we don't want to rust our cyber parts. Okay, says past Blade Star. That sounds really wrong. Yes, it does, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Just uh, Just our cyber parts.
2: Those of us that have had their cyber parts (laughs) rusted know just
0: how painful (laughs) that can be.
2: Uh, it can be
1: quite
0: a Do you suffer from cyber part Rust?
1: Try. This episode of Captive Souls is brought to you by <laughs> Viagra.
2: Oh crap, I cannot find my character sheet.
0: Actually ha- it's brought to you by Viagra to keep those cybernetic parts up and running. Oh god.
3: Oh. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Okay, that's bad. I
1: can't. Uh, that stuff it I sounded like those it. should have been my lines. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, here it is. All right, gravity goes hand in hand squeaking and sucker for sincerity, narrow, narrow purpose, white of oh, boots and gravity. Mickle might no uh, no no perception added whatsoever. <laughs> I, I've decided that it's okay for him to be dense. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. I just had a momentary panic attack because I couldn't find like the sheet that told me who
0: I am. <laughs> you had a you had uh, an identity
2: crisis. I had an identity crisis. Yeah, for, I don't know what uh, the
0: rule is for that? If you don't have a cliche that works for something, I don't think they say you can't do. You just are at a severe penalty, but I can't remember Yo, what the you penalty... start at zero, i guess right yeah. i guess you, yeah you, that's right you just add the uh just the dice roll you just yeah. the die roll or you may even have a like a minus two or something like that, but we i don't remember no, so I think we'll just... just the dice roll okay <laughs> so valamir is
2: immobile as n- no longer speaking and is holding on to this control but not doing anything
1: exactly he is uh, frozen in place, and the snow is coming down <laughs> faster and there's a
2: Low rumble from the sky. Do we see any kind of cover other than trees, like, nearby? Oh, just
1: trees. Lots of trees.
2: Okay,
0: but the blade stars... This <laughs> sounds weird. The blade stars move under separate trees to get under a canopy of branches to keep the snow, at least on some level, off of their cyber parts.
2: I think the Chainmores follow their example,
1: as do the Shaylees,
2: and to the tree line away the from the three clearing. rock
0: groups that we
2: <laughs> Shaylees, the Blade Stars, and the, the Chainmores.
0: Chain yep. Yeah, that's
1: right. <laughs> Coming into uh, Alapalooza, or the, the only one—the only
0: one that really qualifies as a rock group would be the Shaylees. <laughs> the uh, lion cubs—they're constantly stoned, though, so that. <laughs> They're a group,
1: yes. Yes. The uh, the lion cub sits on the present day smack's feet. The Leprechaun sits on the past incarnation of Blade Star's shoulder. Much to his annoyance.
0: Haven't you got a four leaf clover or something you could go find? <laughs> Okay, first of all he's Scottish, not Irish. <laughs> Second of all, he's Third of all, Scottish and- not
1: Irish. <laughs> <laughs> and thirdly, this is the trek themed episode
2: in honor of Federation Day. Anyway. <laughs> Chainmore looks down at the lion cub. Fisher Price Attack Attack Valomir while he's not moving. Go for the crotch. <laughs> <laughs> I just remembered that that was the first thing we wanted to do when we resumed play, and I forgot.
0: Yeah, what the hell are we doing? He's not moving. I fire my uh, laser eye at him. All right. I don't know if this goes against the 80s code of conduct or not, but to me, our main bad guy has threatened us and is now immobile. To not take advantage of that would be stupid. Should I be rolling my quirky prototype detriment dice with all this stuff? Because I just thought about that. The laser eyes part of his cybernetic makeup? Uh, yeah, only when I specify. Direction. Okay, that's fine.
1: Uh, twelve. I, I figure you gotta work properly to some extent, so...
0: Well, it doesn't mean I'm not gonna work properly. It just means there's a chance that I, I won't work properly, but, but, but I, I always I, have to take usual, lower.
1: I'm, I'm gonna usually make you use of the detriment dice when you're trying to do something really out of the ordinary. So, okay. to me, this Fair would enough. not qualify.
0: Okay, cool. That's better for me. Uh, if you rolled a twelve... I mean a total of twelve, not a, not a critical.
1: Okay, uh, you uh, you fire. Of course, it's uh, basically point blank range, and he's not moving. Unfortunately, the laser bounces off of him and comes back and hits you. Take a setback oh. token.
0: Oh, that didn't quite go as planned.
2: That really harshed your mellow, man. <laughs> Alright, uh... Pres-
0: That's that <laughs> I'm just mad about Saffron. Pre-
2: <laughs> Pre- present day, uh, Chainmore... Present day Smack is going to, uh, bolt as fast as he can at Valamir. And, uh... Trying to take that control out of his hand.
1: Alright. The low rumble from the sky is getting
2: louder. That's why he's going to bolt. <laughs> yeah. Should I roll for this? Uh, yes. Okay.
1: Well, I'm assuming you're rolling nimble. Your nimble number? Nimbus of nimbleness. <laughs> Ooh, dig it. Nimbled eight. Nimbled. Uh,
2: nimbus of nimbleness I put at 6. So 8 and 6 is 14.
1: Alright, you run uh, over uh, to him and snatch at the device. Two things. Well, one thing doesn't happen, and one thing does. You're unable to pry it from his grasp. It seems to be almost like it's fastened to him. The other thing is that you notice that it is extremely cold.
0: Okay, I sense a scene
2: here. Owie! (laughs) I'm going to run back to the tree line.
1: It's snowing harder. There's a white ball in the sky seems to be the source of the low rumble, and it is descending toward you.
0: Uh, Apparently it's a ball of
1: coldness
0: or something. It's a snowball.
1: It looks like one. It's a very, very, very very large one. Hmm. Like the size of a
0: decent-sized house. I don't suppose I could conjure up a heater out of my out of my past self's arm <laughs> because if you have extreme cold and then you put extreme heat, it could be very bad for our friend here <laughs> I don't
1: know what to make of that.
2: Uh, you can do uh, you can try to do whatever you like. Can we get uh, Lucas to perch on Valomir's shoulder and set him on fire? <laughs> I,
1: think, I think the idea of your former self lugging around a heater out of his arm for the rest of the game is quite entertaining.
0: Well, you notice I picked my former self to do that, so I don't get stuck with it. Uh, this is true.
1: Your laser yeah. idea went so very well, you know. Well. <laughs> That's what I like about you, Bladestar. You just keep
0: trying. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm going to kill that little... Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the thing is, otherwise we're just sitting here, and that's stupid. And the white ball
1: descends and comes to what is a sort of landing (laughs) in your midst.
0: Okay, I'm glad I'm wearing my catcher's midst. Does it open or anything, or does it just settle in the snow?
1: So far, it has only settled in the snow. However, you do notice that there is a, what almost looks like a hatch in the side of the giant snowball.
0: Okay. Present Blade Star wanders over to the hatch and looks for a handle or something of that sort.
1: You see nothing, but as you're standing there, the hatch opens and smacks you hard on the top of the head.
0: (laughs) Oh, come on. I could get... Okay.
3: Boom. (laughs) Oh, no. See, that's what I like about
1: you. You just keep trying.
0: (laughs) Is he still perched on my shoulder? Your past self's shoulder, yes. Oh, that's right. Okay. Damn. Okay, my past self... Reaches over and shoves him off violently. You blatant bastard! You're lucky I didn't have my sword out.
1: He wanders over to uh, smack and sits down next to the
0: lion cub. <laughs> yeah, very crowded feet. Apparently,
2: <laughs> I have a sardine for Fisher Price. I don't have anything for you,
3: Lucas. <laughs>
2: <laughs> S- sorry.
1: A uh, ramp descends from the hatch. Cue the Close
0: Encounters music. Yeah, Blade Start gets the hell out of the way this time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) A figure appears in the hatch and begins walking down.
2: Past Smack Chainmore, steps forward. Ba weep grana weep ninny ba <laughs>
0: <laughs> the figure looks at you blankly. He, and here And Blade Star steps forward and says, Mickey Mickey Lula, Mickey Loo. <laughs> waka waka.
1: Ricky Ricky Tambo.
0: That's right. Yes. Ting ting walla walla bing bang.
1: Alright, uh, the figure is uh appears to be, although completely animate, looks like he's made out of snow and ice. However, he's mostly ice. He's uh, got a lot of cracks and uh, pits in his surface. There is the symbol of a snowflake
0: on his chest. Greetings! We are the Knights of Sanxin. (laughs) Sanxin. Are you sure?
1: You don't sound sure.
0: It's just the coldness has affected my speech vocalizer.
1: As opposed to just That's your vocalizer. And I'm
0: sticking to it.
1: Do you have do you have other sorts of vocalizers? <laughs>
0: Yes, in case I want you to scream, or shout,
2: or snort. (laughs) I see. As my friend has said, we are the Knights of Shenzhen, and I hope we may call you friend.
1: I know exactly who you are. That's why I'm here. Are you from Georgia? (laughs) That's why I'm here. Did you come from Atlanta originally? He strolls over to you. There seems to be a whole lot more of you than I was expecting.
2: And thereby well, hangs a tale.
0: <laughs> we'll explain it some other time. I
2: see. If you are to be credited with the difficulty that Valamir is now suffering... You have our thanks.
1: Yes, that was my doing. I couldn't let him destroy you. And we are
2: grateful. Both chainmores bow and thanks.
1: I forgot.
0: My name is (laughs) Chill. I'm a funky fresh cat. Actually, the funky fresh cat is at uh, Smack's feet over there.
2: It suits well with your disposition.
1: I thought so. So, um, yeah, I'm here because I was in need of your
0: services. And how may we assist you? Chill. (laughs) First... Mr. Chill.
1: First, I need to make sure that the... Incapacitation of your enemy over here is sufficient payment to uh, warrant for. Well, ask for a favor. In turn. If you catch my drift, so to speak.
0: Maybe we sort of do, but type is acting very strangely and I'm only and I'm getting rather fuzzy reception from <laughs> so uh I kind of get the gist what did you miss Uh you want to make sure the incapacitation so apparently he's changing, <laughs> of, uh, are you making
1: fun of the way that I speak <laughs>
0: Not at all I'm simply trying to pin down your nationality, sir <laughs> may we may we beg one further favor of you,
2: chill
1: yeah here uh, yeah, I was making sure that the incapacitation of your enemy is sufficient <laughs> payment to ask you for a favor.
0: Oh, are you well, hearing the on, words well, that are I, coming out of my mouth Coming out of my mouth <laughs> I am now. <laughs> Can you smell what
2: the
3: chill is cooking? (laughs) I don't like cooking. If you serve the... the (laughs) If
2: you serve the forces of good and justice, then we would need no payment.
1: Well, if you're the nicest and steam, why in hell would I come looking for you if I wasn't on the sides of goodness and rightness and goodness.
2: Well, then you have simply so, to let us know what your difficulty is and what we may do that will remove so your I difficulties. I have to tell you, our
0: track record leaves much to be desired of late, So uh, Yes, if we don't accomplish your task,
2: <laughs> you will at least be thoroughly entertained.
1: <laughs> well, that's good. I could use some entertainment. It's been a rough week.
2: May I request and, that yeah, uh, to, you yeah. release some portion of Valamir, uh at least, the the portion that would allow me to remove that deadly control from his grasp.
1: Unfortunately, my power only allows me to freeze him or unfreeze him.
2: Understood, very well. How can the Knights of Shenseen come to your aid?
1: Well, I'm from Aerialis, which is the that the moon that circles Zium. Which I find Yes I apparently you find terribly interesting, judging by the silence.
0: <laughs> anyway I was about to say I studied that in grade school if I'm not mistaken. Anyway,
1: uh well see I live up there in a great big castle and there's some evil ice trolls up there and they have driven me out of my home and such. Which is not good for me good for them the biggest part of the problem though is that hidden away in my in the, the bowels of my castle so to speak there is a uh, well there's a box I, I'm not gonna say exactly what's in it cause well I don't know you well enough but essentially uh, it cannot fall into the house. okay hand. everyone
0: has a porn collection sir <laughs> Nothing to be ashamed of. Uh, I, yes. I frankly have one myself. I keep it in my cybernetic arm. Uh, both of my chain <laughs> moors look at Blade Star. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I told you I needed my private time every...
1: <laughs> in the Mirror Universe, so, you are a the- porn star, not Blade Star. Is this...
2: Chill. <laughs> anyway. Do you have Do you have a sister <laughs> have Jill. named Jill. Do you have a sister named Aurora? No. All right.
1: <laughs> Sorry to say. All right. But anyway, um, they the ice trolls cannot obtain this box, so I I need you to come in and help me regain my home and uh, make sure that the the ice trolls don't have enough time to. To find...
2: Uh, to find the box. Speaking of time... <laughs>
0: <laughs> what a great segue.
2: Chill, we are in the midst of a somewhat difficult situation ourselves that we're not entirely positive how to resolve, but we're ready to do so before we were attacked mm-hmm. so rudely by Valamere. I, Is there I a polite something- way to attack why, yes, actually. <laughs> well. You could simply you step that. forward, introduce himself, bow, and then wait for us to strike first. <laughs> <laughs> I've never known him to do that, though. I'm
1: liking rate, this guy. He's the right of my eye. <laughs> he's a smart ass.
0: What, what is the smart extent ass? of your.
2: Chillin', Lucas. Oh, Are great. Not-
0: <laughs> what is. <laughs> <laughs> what is the extent of your... <laughs> what is the extent of your power, Chill? My power is... Well, because... chilly. So can, it only... Okay, I can freeze I don't think,
1: things, I can make snow.
0: I can make it cold. But you... Okay, then uh, never mind what I was going to... Request. You couldn't do anything.
3: Okay.
1: I'm um, not someone that you want to uh, ask to defrost anything, I can tell you that.
0: No, we just, uh, through our own, well, one might even say arrogance, caused a village to be destroyed. And uh, frankly, if we could have that fixed, I would be more than willing to go up against Valamir and make that be our favor instead, but I don't think there's anything you can do. So I, don't really care uh, I just much thought I would. one
1: way or another about Valamir, he doesn't bother me up in Aurialis.
0: What does that have to do? Well, <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> Did you misunderstand what I said, Josh? <laughs> I am. I, I'm. I'm. Confused.
1: I think okay. I understand now, that Now, but yes, I... You weren't terribly eloquent, and uh, I misinterpreted what you were... Well, that's nothing new. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said... Uh, I, yes, I, I got it now. I got it
0: now. Yeah,
1: sorry, I cannot change the past. But I can make it
0: snow. Well, then the leprechauns that remain can have... Glorious snowball fights in our absence.
1: (laughs) Lucas looks somber at the remembrance of the destruction of his people. I wonder if any of them go to us alive, if I'm the last of my kind. And if I am the last of my kind, I suppose that there's nothing else I can do but tag along with with you lot.
0: Oh, please, God, let there be survivors. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That'll be fun.
0: Well, Yeah, yeah it'll of be a blast.
2: <laughs> if all of <laughs> leprechaun kind was wiped out, save for yourself, Lucas, then you would have at least as good a reason to find Valamir an enemy as we do. I do. Although I, I hope that's not the case.
1: Maybe one of these days any- you'll lose your mind and you'll make me a knight of Shenzhen.
2: That that may be sooner than you think At least the first part of what you said (laughs) Chill, we find ourselves And uh, older Smack Chainmore speaks up Smack, can you shut up for one minute? Oh, sorry (laughs) Older Smack Chainmore says Chill, we find ourselves somewhat bifurcated in time. uh, The reason that you see more of us here than you expected is because of an accident in time travel that we were seeking to correct. Do you feel that two of each of us would be more of a help than just uh, three of us as a team?
1: Well, the choice is yours, but I'll tell you this. The first thing you're going to have to do is sneak back into my castle, I think. And uh, I think a smaller party has a better chance of success than a larger one.
2: Is there a time or a place where we can meet you later on after we've resolved our present time travel difficulty and then take up this quest of retrieving the box from your home?
1: Uh, I fear if we do that, it'll be too late. and Nice trolls will have found it themselves. I really do need you to come with me as soon as possible.
2: Smack, shall we do Paper, Rock, Scissors to see who goes?
1: I love Paper, Rock, Scissors.
0: This is my favorite game. I would think that because these people are from our past, that uh, we really should let them get back to what they're trying to do back in the past. Aren't we in their past? We're
2: still in the past. We haven't returned to the future yet, have we?
1: We haven't gone back to the future.
2: We haven't. We haven't gone back to the future. We're still uh, back in the time uh, oh, time frame well then, of when they stole the sword from the cave of the merpeople. Right. However, Isn't we do that. Well, okay. We still have the amulet. Someone there. shut up
3: that little pipsqueak. <laughs>
0: hey, pipsqueak, shut up.
2: Yeah, you too. Toss a sardine to uh,
0: Fisher <laughs> oh. Price he had a I think I heard his feelings okay well then we will get out of your hair guys hopefully you know we'll see if there are any other ways we can screw up tonight
1: so who's coming with me present uh, blade star past or present versions is what I'm confused on or are you all going (laughs) well no
0: Decision, we're sending. We're going. We're making one. Okay. <laughs> You're just not. Well, actually, I shouldn't say because Adam hasn't stepped in. I've, as far I'm, as I'm concerned, I've, we should just as, leave these guys.
2: As far as past version of the party or present version of the party, I do not have a preference as to who goes. <laughs> okay. My my inclination is to send the past version of the party to the cave of our cousin Michael, and uh, have them waited out there. The problem with that is uh, I would have to take the Shield of Zim off of the old version of me so that it's off-planet and they're less of a target. We can't take the helmet with us because that would uh, immobilize both shaylee's So if the past party could agree that they will go back to the cave of uh, our time-traveling cousin... And Maybe we I proceed. should go
1: with you and let the present, since I've got the helmet, I can take it off world in the present day, Shaylee. And she sends a stony glare in her direction. Can go back with the others.
2: That's an interesting point, Shaylee. What do you think, Shaylee?
1: <laughs> uh, she's not a knight yet, says the present day, Shaylee.
2: And rather haughtily pres- at that. And the present day Shay Lee has. uh, And I have the ability to go back in time. And significant battle scars to prove her loyalty and ability. She has earned the right to continue on this adventure. But I want to go, damn it. You will. (laughs) That's
3: the beauty of it. You will in the
2: future. That's the (laughs) beauty (laughs)
3: of it. You will be again. That's the beauty of it. Ah, I love it.
2: I hate this time travel shit. Well take this Retinax five and relax. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright. Uh so, it, yes. It, uh, unless you're allergic to it, in which case. Rami will do. Smack of the past, do you agree? Yes, I do.
2: I from the past <laughs> I Smack Chainmore of the Past, hand over this shield of Zim to you. Take it away from this planet and make us less of a target. <laughs> as per spec
1: <laughs> we'll still be a target because i'm going with you and i got the helmet
0: let's face this is, it we're screwed either way this is this we'll be less screwed with less people and frankly you'd kind of well be in the way blade star from the past do you agree to go back to the cave of our cousin yeah, as far as I'm concerned, the sooner we get this time travel stuff out of the way, the better off we'll all be. And I'm pretty sure my present self agrees with me. Yes, I do!
2: Well, Shaylee, it's between you and Shaylee as to who accompanies us uh, with Chill to.
1: I'm going around the night, damn it. She starts walking toward the ramp.
2: Are we going to see a stone cat fight?
0: <laughs> <laughs> fine, fine.
1: I'm probably not much good to you. No, no, it's not fine. Anyway. I think you
0: guys need to fight it out. Or- <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, Blade Star. I never Please. liked you anyway. <laughs> I think a fight would be rather fun. I do too. Oh my god, me and Lucas agree on something. The world's about to end. <laughs> I'm
2: frightened. Well, you've just had a volcano uh, destroy your village, so... <laughs> it's, it's
0: just been, uh, that kind of week, You're huh? in pretty good
3: spirits.
1: Yeah. We can only stand being miserable for short periods as a stretch. He makes a sad face for a moment, and then smiles again.
2: Ah, I see. <laughs> so for the long periods, it's our turn. <laughs> Alright. <Yeah.
1: laughs> Alright, come on, Bladestar and Smack, let's get back to the cave.
2: Be safe. Be
0: well. Screw you. <laughs> and uh, try Lucky Strikes <laughs> while you're at the cave, because Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. And you've obviously experienced that a time or two. And you've watched too many old radio shows. <laughs> I've watched... You've watched
1: the too many old radio shows, which makes perfect sense in my in this. I'm stoned. Leave me <laughs>
3: alone. I've made that mistake new many times myself. But
0: I just couldn't pass it up. Okay, well.
1: Alright, so uh, are we leaving? Try to
0: stay what? out of trouble. I know it's nearly impossible, but try to stay out of trouble, guys. So are we leaving or what? Well, as Knights of Shenzhen we pledge ourselves to help assert justice. And, and I would like to pick up a so, very
2: large heavy boulder and swing it into the frozen Valamere, but Mike Code of Shensin prevents me from doing so while he is completely helpless.
0: Well, Damn that and it. the fact that you don't want the boulder to bounce off him and hit you in the head. Which
2: would As it likely be what would, would do. As it likely <laughs> would do. Very well, Chill of uh, Arialis. By the
1: way, for what it's worth, it's Chill with a Y. That's so the toy company would be chilly. Market he, no, it's C H Y L L. <laughs> So the toy company can market.
3: <laughs> ah, well, there we go.
0: Ah.
1: ah, come on, you lot.
2: Like, like the Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah, uh, oh,
1: yeah, exactly. The syphilis channel. The stupidest name change in the history of
0: anything. Yeah. Did you know it is true that S Y F Y is actually a medical definition of syphilis?
3: <laughs> no, I
0: I kid you not. Yeah. What I don't know why, and the people who pointed that out just found it by looking it up in Google. So, marketing people really need to learn how to use the internet more before they start making snap decisions.
1: And spelling. Anyway, moving stupidly. On. Yeah, because in the future, apparently, we are you know we are uh, removing the letters C and I from our language <laughs> at some point. Alright, follow me. And he starts up the ramp, followed closely by Shigali.
0: Okay, I'm going to follow him but I have an out-of-character question. Yes. Do we know anything? Have we seen ice trolls before? Do we know anything about them? You
1: have not seen them before and you don't know anything about them because they don't live on the planet Zim. They live on the moon, Arielis.
0: Okay. I just thought maybe we had picked up some information And Jill does somewhere not have around. a sister named Aurora.
2: He does not. <laughs> That's right. Okay.
1: I'm assuming you're following as well, Smack. I am indeed. Lucas hops on the lion cub's back and rides him into the draft like
0: a horse. What is the deal with the lion cub? I refuse to accept the fact that he's just a lion cub. There's something. I Maybe mean, he is just a lion cub. He could cub. be. He could
2: be a a dais boarding a machine.
1: <laughs> I don't know, but he's just the right size for me to ride him.
2: We shall. We we, we we'll find out.
3: Here, have another, have
0: another sardine. <laughs> And, and the, the context police go ballistic over that last comment. But anyway, <laughs> yes.
1: Please uh, hold. <laughs> we're going to do a commercial break for just a moment.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Open your mind to Dungeons and Dragons computer game from Mattel Electronics.
2: It will lead your imagination down a dungeon labyrinth, wherein lies the dragon's treasure. Steal
1: his treasure, but make no false moves. For in Dungeons and
3: Dragons, a dead end is a dead end. Dungeons and Dragons, from Mattel Electronics.
2: Spock Klingon treachery
1: The Secret of Boutropane And
3: Fate of the Enterprise Star Trek 3 glasses Only as Hurry and buy this week's glass Spock lives for just 69 cents With the purchase of a large or medium soft drink At regular price Your dungeon master has placed you in a dreadfully precarious position. You're playing the most phenomenal game ever created.
2: Your skin grows cold from your first glimpse of the enormous beast. It's a product of your imagination. Survival depends on a quick, decisive move. Our choices are limited. Stand and fight
3: or run. Use your lightning bolt. Victory is yours. I can't win the treasure. TSR Hobbies. Dungeons and Dragons games. Products of your imagination.
1: Alright, uh, we we are now back from that commercial break. And now back to Captive Souls.
2: Bah, bah,
0: bah.
2: Ah, Communicator.
0: Yes. Brought to you by Star Trek. Right, which is so brought to you by
2: Nabisco. Which is made possible Trek. by Lard. <laughs> which is brought to you as a byproduct of Tribbles. Okay. <laughs> Which are sponsored in part by so so what does this ship look like on the inside?
1: Yes, you enter the ship it's uh, very cold it's very white, everything appears to be made out of ice. Welcome aboard
2: hmm. have I, a seat. I don't know, i don't imagine you have any problem with bugs or anything, do you Jill? No have a
1: seat, relax
0: chill. <laughs> Oh yes, God! Said. I knew that was going to come into play <laughs> at some point. I was just hoping I was wrong. You weren't. <laughs> no, I was not. There, there are health issues
2: connected with remaining seated on ice for long periods of time. Chil, uh, how long should we expect this trip to be? Not long. Very good. Then I will not develop piles. <laughs> Have a seat. Relax. Here we
1: go. He uh, flips some switches and the hatch closes behind you all. You uh, feel the ship vibrate and it lifts off and heads out into space.
0: So, Chill, I have to ask, is the engine made of ice as well?
1: Yes, this whole ship's ice runs with magic.
0: Well, I would say that's cool, but uh, then I'd have to shoot myself. So
1: gives you a cold stare.
2: <laughs> As well he should. Yeah.
1: I think the atmosphere in here is getting a little chilly.
0: I'm not falling prey to this <laughs> line of punishment. <laughs> and if well, I do I mean, it, just too. for the hail of it. <laughs>
2: I may as well tell the frozen truth
3: (laughs) One of these days I'd like
0: to get us on a quest That'll get us some cold hard cash And this might just be the one And it chills
2: me to the bone To know that I'm Trusting my life to magic
0: Are you done? (laughs) It's no problem (laughs) Okay that was pretty good yeah that's Uh,
1: good just wait till you meet my brother frosty didn't he have a daughter named wendy Uh, anyway alright after some time the uh ship comes to a landing and uh, they're flipping a few more switches the uh hatch opens and the ramp descends All right, this is where I leave you. I've got to get away from you. The ass trolls will kill me. I'm hoping they won't be so quick to kill you if you're caught.
0: Thanks for the vote of confidence.
2: Are we very close to where they are?
1: Not too far. Just walk about a mile that way, he points.
2: Ah.
3: All right.
1: I'll wait here and keep an eye out for you. I may have to move around if any... Troll Scouts come out this way.
2: And your castle is in that direction as well, I take it.
1: That's where the trolls are, is in my castle. Very good. Get
0: them out. Peace. Do you know if the Troll Scouts sell cookies? Because we haven't eaten in a while. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, they have
1: cookies with frosting. There you go. (sighs)
3: Oh, that's.
0: Uh, yeah, exactly. That's what we need for some Troll Scout cookies. Is,
2: yeah, okay. Chill, what is the quickest route to the box that you referred to that's in your castle?
1: Ah, uh, but don't worry about that. Just. Just. Just get them out of the castle.
0: We'll do our we best. Will. Thank you. We will do our best to make sure justice is done.
2: What actually do we see around us?
1: Well, you exited the ship. It's a lot of snow, a lot of ice, and not a whole lot of anything else. I don't
0: know if I trust him, by the way. Just between you and me. Uh, I don't I know don't... whether I'm saying this out of character or in character, because I don't...
1: Um... I I think he's a bit of a cold-hearted bastard.
0: <laughs> Can we get past that
2: <laughs> Yes, um... Blade Star, I can tell by the look on your face that you don't trust this chill character. <laughs> no, I, I don't I don't, and I don't know exactly why. I'm not positive that I trust him either. He's
0: a little bit too eager somehow to get the ice trolls out. I mean I realize that if he's telling the truth he would be eager to get them out of his home, but I don't know, there's just something in the the way he's demanding that we get them out. Well, I mean, we, we don't can... know anything about him, nor do we know anything about these ice trolls, and uh, I don't know, just something doesn't sit right with me. Yes, he referred to them as
2: evil, but they might not be. I suppose yeah. we'll find out soon enough. Are we in a flat, plain, totally featureless landscape or is there anything like an outcropping of rock or boulder or uh, just, just snow pile
1: just, yeah lots of snow piles lots of drifts of snow it's sort of like a desert big dunes almost of okay, snow I would, everywhere
2: i would like to select one of the dunes in any direction i don't care which one as a target and attempt uh, hammer a hammer or on it all right it's what, uh, what, immob- what are you
1: trying to accomplish
2: I'm trying to determine whether uh, any of my powers actually are going to work on Aurealis or Arialis. Because Hammer Shansin, um All requires
1: uh, the gravity of uh, to, Zim. To
2: all of my, pow- my, my boots of ground cracking, all these things, I, they draw on the power of Zim. And I need to determine whether uh, a satellite of Zim will uh, afford the same capabilities. Very good. I rolled a six, and my Hammer of is on the piece of paper I just put away over here. Hammer of is seven. So I rolled a 13 to use Hammer of on a snowdrift.
1: All right, uh, it works, but not nearly as powerful as it would be on Zim. You, <laughs> see, you do see the dune, uh, the snow dune so to speak, flatten, the drift of snow, flatten, and as it does, you have disturbed a creature living in it. A (laughs) large crap white squid-like creature emerges roaring out a high-pitched sort of sound and attacks.
2: Roll for initiative. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) <laughs>
3: you had to do it, didn't you?
2: <laughs> I do like surprises. <laughs> I roll a three.
1: I rolled a four. Uh, and what are your oomphs? I remember, oh. you add your oomphs to your in- initiative.
0: Five, I think. I rolled so an eight. Nine.
1: Then. Okay, so what are your totals? Eight. Nine. Eight, nine. okay, well, the uh oh and i got to roll for Salee. okay uh the uh squid like s- white squid huge bad creature, not good <laughs> snow squid most snow squid like it. there we go, that's what we're gonna call it snow squid <laughs> the snow squid attacks blade star
0: oh, lovely, okay.
1: Any sort of evasive uh, uh, measures you would like
0: to take? Uh, yes, I would like to get the hell out of the way. I jump up onto a pile of. Yeah, this is going to go well. I can already tell. I jump up on a pile of snow in order to evade All right. this agility. Okay, I rolled a total of fifteen. All right, the snow
1: squid comes after you, swinging its tentacles, which you notice as it gets close have large, razor-sharp claws on their tips. It swings at you, and you leap up onto the snowbank, just narrowly avoiding it. The claws on the ends of, tent- of its tentacles makes gaseous slashes in the snowdrift upon which you stand. And you realize that, that if that had been your flesh... It would have been bad for you. <laughs> All right. Uh, Shaylee goes to attack the uh squid. She is swinging her stone arm because she has nothing else to attack with. And, uh... Yeah, that's not good. Um... Uh, mm, the... The... Frigid temperatures here has had an adverse effect upon her stone arm, and well, it disconnects from the rest of her body. <laughs> oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> uh, no, uh, it lands in the snow
0: uh, near Blade Star's feet. Obviously, Shaylee found the snow squid quite disarming. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow! Somebody had to say it.
3: <laughs>
0: that was bad. Or actually, nobody had to say it, and probably nobody should have, but I did anyway.
1: All right, smack. Or wait, yeah, smack was nine, right?
0: Uh, I was oh, eight. Okay, I'm I'm nine. Really? You look older. <laughs> I,
3: I... <laughs> Thank you.
0: We need that that Mark Kinney sound that he has. Yeah, that was the... a good one. That's a good <laughs> yeah. one.
1: Uh, anyway, you you with the nine may go. And you okay. with the eight
0: will go after. It is okay. time to make some snow squid sushi. And I take my sword out and... Uh, in a very straightforward manner, unlike all the 80s things where they don't seem to attack very often, I swing my sword at the squid. Actually, I guess that, that no... Uh, that non-violent thing only usually applies to the human characters because the 80s cartoons are racially or speciesly I should say. Specially. Specially, uh, <laughs> sa- homo sapien-centric. Anyway, so I'm going to roll my... S- now, what are you trying to do? Just slash it with your sword? Is that the- Yeah, I'm trying to slash off its tentacles. Alright. Or a tentacle or whatever... If I can get more than one, I will, but I doubt I can't. Okay, the sword is six. And my roll is seven, so that would be a total of 13.
1: All right, you swing your sword. The snow squid tries to move out of the way and is not quick enough. You slice off one of its tentacles. However, from the stump, a spray of a viscous, foul-smelling... Liquid, which is a dark purple in colors, sprays out and coats you
3: lovely it's, does it
1: smell like fish? It smells like a cross between rotting fish and
0: skunk. Oh God <laughs> I think Blade Star's reaction would be something along the lines of. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be pretty much
1: anyone's reaction to something like that. (laughs) Smack, you are up.
2: Looks to me like it's time to put on my snow chains. Uh. (laughs) Love it. I am going to use the electric chain of justice to turn this snow squid into slush. Need to roll a die to do that, so do it. Here we go. An 8 plus a 7,
1: 15. Uh, your uh, electric chain of justice does not call upon the power of Zim in any way, from what I remember. Is that correct?
2: Uh, in my description of it, I don't believe it does. Gravity grip and hammer of Shenzhen are the two things that call on the powers. Oh, and the boots of ground cracking.
1: All right, you uh, swing the chain and manage to uh, coil it around. A few of its tentacles, however, its tentacles are very strong, so it whips its tentacles around and you swing at the end of your own chain what?
2: <laughs> and slam. get the camera ready. it's time for some more art.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you slam into the ground near uh Shaley's arm at Blade Star's feet once again, making a chain more shaped impression in the snow. <laughs> I don't think this is any time for snow
0: angels. <laughs> Says uh Lucas. Quiet or I'll kick you in the snowballs.
2: <laughs> that, that could have gone better.
1: Take a setback token and the snow squid is attacking, it goes for Smack this time, since he's still there. <laughs> What would uh, the. You, are you going to try to do anything, Smack, to avoid the.
2: I will try to do the classic ooh roll out of the way because it's good for the camera angle. And... <laughs>
1: nimble of nimble. 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 Nimbus of nimbleness. God, God. The thing That'd I, be I ever say.
0: If you did Third on purpose.
1: shot.
2: <laughs> nimbus of nimbleness. Alliteration. I can't help it. I just have to have it. Uh, I have that at a six. And I just rolled a three. Nine. I roll a nine to get out of its way.
1: All right. The uh, squid uh, tries to um, slash you with its uh, clawed tentacles, and you roll out of the way. You almost but not quite completely get out of the way, and uh, your clothes are torn in the process, but not your flesh. Lucky, you. Uh, so you still only have one setback token. So, Blade Star, you're up because Shaylee was sort of out of commission with no weapons and uh, missing an arm. Okay.
0: Yeah, Shaylee, when I said no arm would befall you, that wasn't what I meant. <laughs> oh.
1: Oh. Um, oh. Oh. Well, at, at least this battle <laughs> hasn't cost her an arm and a leg.
2: And leg. <laughs> Should I be rolling, like, a uh, 1d6 for sand loss or anything here? <laughs> uh,
3: right. Actually, okay.
0: those, those are pretty good, actually. <laughs> Has this stuff that's been sprayed from his tentacular stump done anything other than smell bad? Not really. It's dripping off of you, and it's
1: sort of disgusting, slimy stuff. Right, but it's not... Not doing so. anything else. It just smells really bad.
2: No. Yeah, we're not talking aliens here, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, no, exactly. no
0: acid, no acid. Okay. <laughs> well, but since I already smell the way I smell, I might as well just go all out. I'm yeah, going to. Yeah, well,
1: it's like a rose in the first place, lad. This isn't much
0: worse than it was. I'm going to swing at another pinnacle. Uh, all right. Ooh. Uh,
3: eight.
1: Alright, uh, yes. Swing, Ganyam, do manage to cut off another tentacle. This time, the. Tent- Did Lucas these, start game mastering? The, uh. <laughs> this time, the, uh. the, uh. foul smelling viscous liquid sprays smack
2: in the face. <coughs> Pig dung and iodine. <laughs> Not a good combination.
1: Some of it gets in your mouth. <laughs>
2: I quickly jam a sardine (laughs) to try and cut down the taste into my mouth.
0: Since there's already rotting fish there, that shouldn't be.
1: (laughs) All right, Uh, you are up smack.
0: Oh, I do
2: like the chain of justice because it can, on occasion. Well, wait a minute. I rolled a damn 13 last time. Maybe his defense was good. I wonder if maybe I can... All right, I'm going to jump this thing. I'm going to leap onto it and try and squeeze it into crap. I'm going to do a bear hug with my arms and try and crack this sucker. On its because body, it's I'm assuming. On its body, yes. So that would be mickle might, I think, yes? It well, can
1: actually, be uh, bad? you know what, Two things, because you're going to have to do nimbleness first to make sure you jump on it, and then oh, I'd right. to see how much damage you do.
2: Okay. Twelve for Nimbus of Nimbleness. Just rolled a six. All
1: right. You're on it.
2: Crap. Three. Plus five, eight. Eight for Mike to try and squeeze well, this thing. It on
1: its uh, body, which is mostly made of, of its head, like any good squid. It doesn't take much. Because its head is very soft and pliant.
2: Oh, I'm um, not going to Like what's going
1: on? <laughs> <laughs> you squeeze, and I do. it explodes like an overfilled Ziploc bag. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> More of the foul-smelling <laughs> liquid sprays high up into the air in a geyser, along with thick chunks of something that is probably its brain and bits of its gelatinous giant eyeballs.
2: Fisher Price. Lunch.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, pretty much. Well, <laughs> the uh,
1: the lion cub, cub leaps up into the air and catches one of the eyeballs in its mouth and chows down.
2: You know, Blade Star. I could have gone happily for the rest of my life without ever having seen anything remotely like that.
1: <laughs> the top of Hi. the creature's flexible skull lands on Blade Star's head like a hat. No!
2: Oh! Please. <laughs>
1: I could have gone
0: my entire rest of my life and not experienced this. <laughs>
2: Oh, man.
1: And as Blade Star is saying that he could have gone his entire life without experiencing this, the other eyeball falls into his mouth, quite luckily. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes He's... like rotting
0: fish, but worse. And he <laughs> spits it. Spits it. He, he like does the thing and, and <laughs> talks it loogie style off into the distance. Where it hits smack
2: in the middle of the forehead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry about that.
2: Smack Smack Chainmore looks up into the sky and shouts No, that's quite all right, Jill, we're fine. And somewhere far
1: off in the distance you hear Good <laughs> You know, this is what I like about you both. You keep trying. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay.
2: You're a trooper, so there's no question. Any possibility I can um get hold of Lucas and hold on to him, like as in a, in a firm grip? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. he's got to wipe this judiciously out of your reach.
2: I right, I can't use him to wipe this stuff off. Then. <laughs> can I?
0: Yeah, I'd say any chance we had of sneaking into the castle at all has just gone straight to hell. Oh, unless unless ice the ice trolls, trolls have don't smell body very odors. <laughs> yeah, unless they have body odor that strongly resembles rotting fish and skunk. <laughs> which, depending on where they're from, could be entirely possible, but... Uh,
1: you notice smacks. that of everyone
0: here, the only one who is
1: completely clean and unharmed is Lucas.
0: Yeah, and I throw the little skull hat on top of his head.
1: Oh, I've been here in a new hat ever since I lost the other one at the first battle.
2: I'm grabbing one handful of snow after another and attempting to scrub myself off uh, as best I can.
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, Starting I, I with the same. areas that
2: aren't covered by clothes and moving on.
1: Alright, well, you do the best you can, but the stuff that came out of the squid is sticky and thick and Syrupy, sir. So can only get so much of it off. So, he, so
3: hey, he's, just uh, been
2: he's just been squirted. by ink. That smells like uh,
3: smells me like me.
2: skunk and rotting fish. Okay. Yes.
1: You notice that in the midst of your your or in the uh, cracks and crevices of your armor, smack there are bits and pieces of the squid's former brain. How pleasant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The lion, Fisher the lion cub comes over and starts Price. licking it off of your arm. There you go. That's what I was trying
0: to get him to do. No, no, not, 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 not there, Fisher Price. Not, not there. No, no, no.
2: <laughs> well done, Fisher Price. Uh, move on to move on to our friend Blade Star and try and get some of this purple goop <laughs> off of him as well.
1: This is if HBO did an
0: 80s cartoon, by the way. this. Yeah, uh, apparently it is, because we jumped that shark long ago.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I
2: just uh, wanted to test out Amherst Shenzhen. I didn't want to wake this sucker up, but what the hell? See what you, know? you did?
1: Now you've cost me an eye. I am now an amputee. I hope you're happy, smack.
2: On the plus side, Shaylee, you now have a weapon. That's the case, maybe. Sorry. On the plus side, Shaylee, you now have a weapon.
1: My own arm. Great.
2: (laughs) She picks it up and hefts it like a club.
0: I was just going to say, join the club, Uh, Shaylee. (laughs) Uh, You are my own weapon of choice myself. Screw you. (laughs) Now you... Now you're armed. <laughs> now you're armed, exactly.
3: So.
1: Uh, Jesus.
0: <laughs> she's
2: not. She's not bleeding or anything, right? It's not just like this raw,
0: disgusting bleeding. <laughs> she's, yeah, she's got pebbles coming out of her stump right. and hitting the ground. Oh no, she's not stone anymore. Never yeah, mind. it's like
1: it's sort of like it was ca- cauterized.
0: All right, that's good. Right. I think it be a pretty gruesome cement. Quarter eyes makes it sound like turn that she's got a coin that's filling the gap, a twenty-five cent piece. Anyway, we have
2: no mercy, no mercy yeah, on this I show. <laughs> okay, do I reset to zero setbacks on the?
1: Yeah, setbacks back to zero. Okay. And. Uh... We uh, are assuming you're continuing on your way to the castle.
0: (laughs) Uh, Are we? (laughs) Like I said, we've just lost any chance in hell of sneaking into said castle, more likely than not, so I'm wondering if we shouldn't try to... I guess we have to. We don't really have much of a choice. Time is of the essence, and uh, and hopefully we'll run into a fire-breathing... Well, no, even that wouldn't help because it's not that their clothes are cold, they just stink. <laughs> well, I think it's a bit of both. We really need to find the dryer sheets equivalent of an alien so we can get rid of this. The dryer uh, sheet
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's not that. something you hear every day. <laughs> uh, or any day, for that matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wow. <laughs>
2: a dryer sheet equivalent. of it. All
1: right. Yeah. That should be the uh, name of this episode.
2: <laughs> a dryer sheet equivalent of an alien. <laughs>
1: that another too. stories.
2: Of Arialis. All right. Why don't we reconnoiter? In Wait a minute. Chat.
0: Holy hell. I've got an idea. I'm sorry. Yes, okay. please do. I have my one-shot thing, which I can do. No. No. I can't. I was going to uh, spring forth out of my arm an air freshener, but then I realized that would just make us smell like rotting fish, skunk, and Febreze. (laughs)
2: Perhaps a flamethrower?
0: Yeah, that might You know, I think that's what I'm going to do, actually, because that could come in handy in a climate full of uh, nothing but...
1: Nice to seen by other another name, which smells sweet.
0: Yes, and I feel I'd smell sweeter and feel cleaner if I were to step into a fireplace right now. And Lucas, you better shut up, or I'm going to stab you with a Shakespeare.
3: Okay. What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yes, we figure if we put enough of these in, people's ears will bleed, and then we'll get sued. So it'll be hey, why should I be the only one? <laughs> <That's insane. laughs> Let us move
2: further out onto the thin ice, my friend. That's right. <laughs> or we could sit down here and protest over having been left to our fate at the tentacles of the snow squid by chill who departed so quickly and gleefully.
0: No, we should go toward the castle. I want to see these ice trolls. Very well, then. We shall opt not to freeze
2: to death, waiting for his (laughs) help. (laughs) (laughs) And so we proceed. We're going to reconnoiter.
1: And just as the castle comes into sight, a group of small, uh, about four feet tall, Creatures appear before you, all heavily armed, and you assume they are trolls. Halt! One of them says,
0: I stop. <laughs> State your business. How do you do and shake hands? We are the Knights of Shenzhen. We have been called upon to uh, investigate exactly what you are doing here at this castle.
1: The nice knights we shouldn't seen They look a little yes. doubtful.
0: We've heard of you, oh, but we I... didn't think any more of you existed. Well, I admit right now we're not the most attractive <laughs> bunch. I think attractive at all would be more accurate. <laughs> <laughs> You're not exactly catching us at our best. That much is certain. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Do you like Would Italian? Would you like Italian? No. <laughs> God.
2: There's just no hope. There's no hope for I... us.
3: <laughs>
1: My sister's got weird taste in men, though, so you never know. Maybe she'll find you more attractive.
2: Oh, no. Oh, oh okay. Indeed so. We are Knights of Shenzhen, and... <laughs> For a good long time, we thought we were the last of the Knights of Shensin, but I'm guessing that there are more, though we've never met them. I yeah. am Smack Chainmore. Hi, I'm Lucas the Leprechaun. I'm the newest Knight of Shenzhen, so I am.
0: Hey, you are not. I.
1: You are not. I, I'm an honorary Knight no. of Shenzhen.
2: Lucas is neutral to the Knights of Shenzhen.
0: And I am called Blade Star. And I am a knight of Shenzhen, as is my friend here, and as is not the uh, little runt there. (laughs) I don't think I've ever been so complimented. Thank you. And uh, the disarming one over there is uh, named Shaley, and she is the newest knight of Shenzhen.
2: The Lion Cup, however... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the lion cub, however, yeah. is not a knight of Shenseen. It's <laughs> a strange being that sprung from our collective minds, so we assume. We could regale you with stories for hours that would confuse you and aid you in no way whatsoever in
0: determining our
2: intentions.
1: Uh, do you have any way of Which proving from that are of Shenseen?
0: I pull out my knight of Shenseen ID card. <laughs>
3: And, no. I was just thinking.
0: That's like, <laughs> let's see. What? What do you put
2: uh, clip on the pocket protector corporate ID? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? What uh, sort of proof would you require? Why would we lie about being knights of Shenzhen, First of all, particularly uh, considering well, let's face display. it, it's not very convincing at the
1: moment. I mean, you're well. Look at you. <laughs> He pinches his nose.
2: Have you had uh, no experience with the snow squid? Yeah, yeah, there's a whole bunch of them out here. Well, then you know that when they are injured, that uh, this is what they do.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it wouldn't be a night vision scene. I would expect to be doing it.
2: <laughs> However, I'm uh, not I totally would expect discounting
1: not- it. I just think that before we uh, take you to see the Duke.
0: That uh, maybe you should prove you are who you say you are. Well, now, wait wait a minute now. This is not how this is supposed to go. We were told you are evil ice trolls, and, you know, if anyone needs to be proving their credentials, it is you. Because apparently you have invaded Chill's castle. Chill? They look blankly at you.
1: What the hell are you talking about?
0: Uh, he has this sh- spherical ship. He's yeah. I had a feeling I was probably right about that. Okay, never mind. Forget I said anything. <laughs> <laughs> Who does this castle belong to? Let me rephrase the question. Who did this castle belong to? Wait, how long ago did he say they came to attack? It's
1: always belonged to the Duke of Arialis. For as long
0: as I can remember, anyway, and I'm pretty frickin' old. And are you... We are assuming, based on your appearance, which is very narrow and shallow of us, Game Master, we are... (laughs) We are assuming that you are... uh, Ice Trolls. Is, Is that a correct assumption? We prefer vertically challenged. No, I'm not saying you're short. I'm saying... I know I know. Rainy. Yes, we're trolls. Rainy, a... Nothing wrong with that. Some of my best friends are tr- no. <laughs> Actually, uh, they they're not. I I've, I've never met one of you before in my life.
1: Uh, all right. Well, whatever. You have any proof that you are who you say you are?
2: I'm sorry, I would assist in this interchange except I'm busy feeling this pointy pointy point that's growing out of the top of my head. I whisper sideways to Blade Star and Shay Lee. I feel quite the fool, my friends. Uh, I think we've been played on for saps in a in a very big way. I was afraid of that. I'm not one hundred percent positive, but just being left to die at the hands or rather tentacles of a snow squid mere moments after being dropped off by Chill. I mean I had my suspicions before.
0: yeah.
2: They seem and to have more have than nine tenths of the law. Yeah. Well, we don't you have any you
1: are, who you say you are. But we'll take you, Well, anyway. can
2: you recommend? Uh, what would con- le- let's let's ask you? What would convince you that we were knights of Shenzhen?
1: Oh, well, I don't know. Have you got something that? Would be unlikely for anyone else to have, but the Knights of Shinsin.
2: Oh hell! Well, shield. <laughs> I carry the shield of Zim. Ah. I have an electric chain of justice and boots of ground cracking.
1: The shield of Zim—we weren't even sure that existed anymore.
2: It was- is being very what hotly you know hunted for.
1: From- that was stolen from us millennia ago.
2: Stolen from you. It was. Were there any other items that go with it that were stolen from you?
1: A sword and a helmet.
2: Indeed.
1: We had all possession of all of them for a while. That's how we got here to Arialis in the first place.
2: That makes perfect sense. That's made the most sense of anything all day. <laughs> <laughs> Well, at any rate, we have been trying to keep the sword, the helmet, and this shield from falling into the hands of known evildoers. In particular, Fantra and Valamir. Are you familiar with those names? Not
1: Valamir, but uh, Fantra was the evil bitch who stole them from us in the first place (laughs) some thousands of years ago. Hmm. And I just spit
0: all over myself. I think... (laughs) That's okay, it'll freeze into a hard candy shell. Do you have any kind of proof of what you say? Because this is very contrary to what we have believed for most of our lives. So before we act on this, we sort of need to know whether or not this is true.
1: Well, I don't personally have proof, but maybe if you meet with the Duke, he'll be able to convince you. Fair enough. We're just scouts out here patrolling, and you know we saw a commotion over there with, well, I guess it was a snow squig, since you smell so bad. We came out to investigate and found you.
0: Yeah, about no, would- that, is there any way we could get cleaned up first? If we're going to be meeting a Duke, I would much prefer to be more presentable than I currently am and I think I speak for Mr Chainmore and company when I say that
1: you're welcome to uh stink. you're welcome to get cleaned up first before you meet the Duke.
0: Then we would be
2: honored to accept your help in getting to the castle and meeting with the Duke, attempting to clean up first. Please, right. we'll follow you.
1: Well, let's get a move on since it's
2: already six thirty five. uh, um, (laughs) Uh, uh,
1: Alright, so you guys uh, You go to the castle, you follow them They uh, show you each to Some uh, guest rooms Where you are able to get cleaned up And they even give you some fresh Clothing that uh, almost fits But it's a little too small for you You can choose to wear that or stay in your smelly clothes If you wish, I don't care
2: is there any water available oh. that's at least at room temperature? Any what? <laughs> or hotter? Water available oh, at Oh, yes, yes, yes. Hotter? Okay, cool.
1: They've given you all kinds of stuff. You can bathe and do the whole shebang.
2: Okay. We make quick ablutions and get ourselves as cleaned up as can be cleaned
0: up. All right. Once uh, that... And is... I, I, for one, will wear the new clothes they provided, small though they may be. All right. The uh,
1: trousers end at your knees... And the shirt on you is a midriff. Just letting you know.
0: Yes, but it doesn't smell like rotting fish or skunk.
2: (laughs) Well, while I was bathing myself, I was soaking my uh, garments of whatever I had in whatever water vat they provided. All right. And did you put them back on when you were done? Yes, I squelch now. (laughs) 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 But I don't smell like pig dung and iodine.
1: All right. All right, so, so uh, when all is done, uh, the, uh, some troll guards lead you to a uh, large room. It is a library of sorts with a thick rug on the carpet. There's a uh, bookcase along one wall full of books. There is a uh, sofa upon which uh, you can sit. And they instruct you to wait, and uh, the Duke will be with you uh, in a while.
0: Okay. Thank you. I sit on the sofa since that's what the sofa is designed for, as you pointed out. I
2: look at the books along the walls or on the shelves or whatever. Can I read uh, any of the titles on the spines in any language?
1: Roll a perception roll, please.
2: Ooh. Eleven.
1: While you're looking at the books, Lucas goes and sits on Blade Star's knee. Tell me a story, won't
0: you?
2: <laughs> okay, that was handy.
0: <laughs> there once was a little leprechaun with annoying delusions of grandeur who got pulverized in a fit of exceptional strength by a very attractive man. I love horror stories. I was in a
1: whole series of horror movies in a past life. Oh God! Oh dear!
2: <laughs> so, so I don't what recognize did you anything of the titles. Eleven.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, there are there are thousands of books on uh, the uh, bookcase, which spans an, an entire length of a very long wall. And uh, you are lucky enough that uh, one catches your eye. The spine, while the text on it is uh, in a language you don't understand, also includes the same symbol that was on Chill's chest of the snowflake.
3: Hmm.
2: I would like to pull that book off the shelf and open it.
1: As you pull the book off the shelf, the bookcase... Slides to one side, revealing a staircase oh, that leads hell. down
2: What happens if I push the book back where it belonged?
1: The bookcase slides back into place.
2: I leave it alone
3: <laughs> but did blade you get Star? did you see that out
0: if the staircase appears? I did all right, well, wow. interesting uh, it is, but I still think we should read that book i don't know that it actually is a
2: book. But just to switch, that's actually, a, I guess that's, that's a technical saying. question. Do, 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 do I, is it yeah. literally something that I can pull off the shelf as a book? Or oh, yeah, it's it a book. Really it's is... a book.
1: It is a book. Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay. It's not like a fake book. It's an actual book. Just oh. when it when you pulled it off the shelf, the bookcase slid away.
2: Well, Blade okay. Star, if I pull it off the shelf and open it to look at it, then our hosts we'll know that we know quite a bit more about this room than perhaps we should. We could buy our time.
0: Or I have a better idea. Yes. Or a different idea, not necessarily better. Um, At this point, yes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm still tense. My skin is still tinged with purple from squid ink. I'll accept anything from anywhere.
1: (laughs) Shay Lee uh, speaks up then and says, you know, you can pull it off, and if we get caught looking at the book, I can use my amulet to send us back in time by just a few minutes to put it back before we get caught.
0: Uh. (laughs) Does the word no ring any bells? No. I am... I. (laughs) I, if I had never traveled back in time again, it'll be too soon.
1: Fine, it was just a suggestion.
0: I, oh, yes. I have to admit, Damn Shaylee, pussy. I would be far more
2: comfortable if we were to use that <laughs> <ambulance>. <laughs>
0: What? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, that would be Fisher Price, Shaley. <laughs> uh. Yeah, yeah. Not me. I'm sorry, Blade she, Star. She, you
2: said you your idea was what?
0: Uh well I thought we I'm going to pull the book out and as I'm pulling one book I am moving another book to fill the vacancy of the book with the snowflake symbol.
1: All right, you do that but it makes no difference the bookcase slides over open anyway revealing the staircase once again.
3: What the hell?
0: Okay, Okay, I move the book so that there's no, so there's no, there's nothing, I move the book that I had um, back where it was, and I look back to see if I can see any kind of a switch or lever in the spot where the snowflake book was. There does not appear to be any.
1: There's no mechanism of any kind. It just looks like an ordinary bookshelf. Huh.
0: Weird. Um. Damn it, because that's the only link we have to chill, and I'd really like Why does that sentence sound so funny to me? Uh, I'd really like to read <laughs> Toss a sardine. Fisher surprise.
1: He I've munches only got it, and then, I only got two uh, sardines left. He mm-hmm. munches the sardine, cocks his head, and... Then, before anyone can stop him, he starts descending
0: the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the Game Master's way of saying, Look, dammit, I'm throwing you a bow in here. Take it! Okay. <laughs> yes, well, I uh, suppose you'll have that, um... But we have the book with us anyway. That's true. They'll just, we'll, we'll just know that we... I'm assuming we still
2: haven't opened the book. Is that correct? I haven't looked inside the book at all, no. All
1: right. Just second. However,
2: <laughs> all right. why at don't we open the book? point, uh, we can either... Yeah, let's... Uh, all right. Yeah. I'll open the book.
1: The uh, book has many pages of text that is uh, in a strange language that you don't understand. However, one page near the front has what appears to be a map of some sort showing a series of halls or tunnels or caves or something of that nature. Hmm. In the middle of that uh, particular uh, map there is a large chamber denoted and it is labeled with a word that you can read Zim.
3: Okay.
0: Is the map... Attached to the rest of the book, or is it just sitting inside the book?
1: Yeah, it's it's a page in the book.
0: Okay.
2: Fisher Price, come back up here.
1: He continues down the stairs.
3: <laughs> All right.
0: I give smack the book, and I take off after F.P. <laughs> F.P.?
1: It took me a second yes. to uh, get that, okay. <laughs> I'm like, F.P., what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> uh, yes, uh, okay. Uh,
2: Shaylee, Sh- 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 would you like to uh, come with me, because I'm going to go downstairs as well, or would you like to
1: yeah, remain? why yeah. not? Let's just all go, shall we? But then that'll be more
0: not- fun <laughs> that way.
2: Sure, indeed.
1: Unless, well,
0: uh yeah, but the problem is, if we all go downstairs, there's no one left to meet the duke. Yes,
2: Lucas, I wonder... No, no,
0: wait a minute.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But
2: don't
1: you think, lads, 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 don't you think that if they come and we're not there and this bookcase is open and there's a staircase leading down, that they're probably going to figure out where the hell we went? (laughs) Yes. I don't think it's going to be much of a surprise to them that we're not here. Do you Mm. really?
2: No, it wouldn't be much of a surprise at all. Uh, Putting the book back on the shelf and allowing the shelf to slide over and close while we were all still present would have allowed us to know something that they didn't know we knew.
0: Well, we still can. We don't have to go down the stairs. We could just put the book back. We could go back up the stairs and put the book back on the shelf, knowing now that there is a. Oh, shut up. You're an annoyance. Just kidding! You're not an annoyance. You're a cute little pussy cat. will
3: <laughs>
2: uh, step inside,
0: very an uh, little a, bastard. I step
2: inside <laughs> and start descending the stairs that the lion cub ran down, with the book in my hand.
3: Okay, so I don't have to see anything.
2: I don't happen to see anything on the opposite side of this shelf that looks like if I touched it or flipped it or switched it that it would slide the shelf back over into place. Do I? Uh, you do not. Okay. Oh, Shaylee, you you coming along?
1: Yep, I'm right behind you.
2: Okie doke And we descend the stairs. <laughs> do, do 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 do.
1: It gets darker and darker as you descend the
0: stairs. Laser eye. A typical '80s cartoon sound there. <laughs> that's the uh, eye lighting the way.
1: <laughs> Who's in the lead right now?
0: The lion cub.
1: Not me. Well, no, yeah, after kidding. the lion cub, it's Blade Star. Yes, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I believe it is. Uh, yeah, I guess it would be because that's how we described it. So yeah,
1: All right. great. So. Uh... As you're uh, working your way down the steps, it's getting darker and darker, and finally you step on a step, which, as your weight goes upon it, sinks an inch with an audible click.
0: Wait a minute, I had my light, I can't see, I couldn't see... The step was well, like. It,
1: it looked just like any of the other steps, and it's like it's, oh, okay. it's getting darker as well. There's an audible click. The stairs suddenly fold up into a sort of chute, <laughs> <laughs> and you all slide down oh. and land in a heap at the bottom.
2: Thank you the ice castle, Mr. Bond.
0: Cries the cat. Yes. At the bottom of the pile. Getting smooshed. I intensify the glow of my eye. <laughs> There's a sense you don't hear every day.
3: Yes.
1: You appear to be in a tunnel made of ice. An underground tunnel.
2: Lucas, are you
1: alright? I'm perfectly fine. Damn. <laughs> My uh, arm, which I've been carrying around, appears
0: to have lost a finger. Well, we could put that on the end of your nose, and that'll at least... <laughs> Call me Pinocchio. Make... A... Oh, yeah, well, you know. Screw you, Blade Star. Screw <laughs> you. I meet you at night, thank you very much. You should be more respectful of my personage. <laughs> Uh, now what? I gave you your knighthood, and I can take it away, by God.
1: Yeah, so you gave me knighthood, too, you just don't remember. No, I didn't.
0: I said annoyedhood. You're annoying. <laughs> Not knighthood.
2: Though I have taken many risks and braved many evils, I was born into the Order. Shaylee earned her knighthood. With many grievous injuries... And continues to pay for it. That's right. In many horrible ways. That's right. Whereas, Lucas, you did not.
0: Can we see? I
1: paid for it with the cost of my entire
0: race. No, you didn't. They paid for it, if anything. You haven't... Okay, well...
1: Roll a um, hyper-awareness roll, Mr.
0: Star. Hopefully it goes better than the last hyper-awareness roll, I mean. Not much. Shift, seven.
1: That's good enough. Uh, You notice that there's a couple of different tunnels that branch out from here, and it looks particularly uh, similar to a section of the map you were looking at.
0: I was about to ask you that. I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but that section of tunnel over there looks very similar to part of that map that we found in the book. Smack, can you?
2: Yes, open up the book and try and orient ourselves to how these tunnels are, and that one in particular. And you do so.
0: Indeed. I think we should go toward that center section there, pointing, that says Sim, because... uh, Let's do. All right. Let us, pro- let oh, sorry, us proceed. I'm sorry. I realized there was no more to that sentence after I was already done with my. <laughs> Indeed. Let us proceed.
1: All right. Do you work your way through the tunnels, skipping over some filler that I had planned for the game that, uh, well, is not good enough time for, and I'll use it later? You.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Backstage at Cartoon Action Hour. This is the Reader
1: Digest version of the tunnel section. Uh, You work your way through the tunnels and you arrive in a large chamber, the one that is marked as Zim. There is an altar in the middle of the chamber. There is a box on the altar, a white box covered in white fur.
0: Okay, That would be the box that Chill was talking about. Hmm. Which he did not want us to know what was in it, or am I completely remembering that wrong? No, I'm pretty sure I'm right.
2: I am of the current disposition to pop open this ermine footlock, As... sir, and find out what's inside.
1: <laughs> As am I. Is that what you're going to do?
2: Yes, it is. Yes, I'm going to hand the book to Blade Star, unless Blade Star you prefer to do the honors. No, go ahead. I hand the book to Blade Star and approach the box and. Lay hands on it and try and flip it open.
1: It opens easily. Inside, there is an ornate silver axe.
2: Is it possible we've discovered a fourth artifact? Not only possible, it seems to be apparent... (laughs) If it possesses special powers, then we have. We've discovered a fourth artifact. Examining the axe, do I see any inscribing on it, or filigree, or decorations of any kind?
1: Uh, not particularly, but it is very much in the same style as the sword, the shield, and the helmet of Zim. Bum, bum, bum. At that
0: moment. I knew there had to be an at that moment. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> an entire battalion of ice trolls heavily armed come bursting into the chamber and
0: attack why is it that no one's ever pleased to see us <laughs> <laughs> well for initiative
2: I roll a one on the die plus five is uh, six no,
1: one is a flub Oh no! This oh, is an a fun. never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Initiative. I don't know where my brain was. Six.
0: Yes. It can be a flop if you want it. <laughs> no! No!
1: No! no. the last. Not. I don't
0: care. Seven.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh, the I trolls get to the first attack and they uh, attack all of you. So everyone, prepare your um, dodges or whatever it is you're going to do. They're going to attack Blade Star first.
0: I need some room description, By the please, way, there's about sir.
1: two dozen of them, by the way.
0: What the hell? Okay. The ice rules. I definitely need some room description, then. What's that? I need some room description. It's a big, huge
1: room. There's nothing in it but an altar and a box and an axe in the box. Okay,
0: how big is the altar?
1: Uh, the altar is uh, quite large. It's like
0: the size of a... Let's get specific.
1: It's like the size of a oversized dining room table.
0: And okay, perfect. But stone. I'm going... How far away is it from where I... Well, I can't be that far because yeah, that I was far. with... Uh,
1: yeah.
0: I jump up on top of the altar. All to right. To get out of the way of their... Agility? Whatever they're swinging at. What the hell? I keep rolling twos. Uh, six. A six. I'm going to use an
1: oomph. All right. Wait, wait, wait,
0: wait. I'm just trying to remember what oomph does. Does it give me an extra... It I can lets re-roll, right? It can you roll it again, yes. Okay. There we go. Uh, ten.
1: All right, the uh, ice drills attack you, and you jump successfully out of the way. Another group attacks Smack. What will you do, Smack?
2: I uh, lay down the shield of Zim at my feet in front of me. I put up my hands, and I surrender. and you uh,
1: get slaughtered by the ice rolls <laughs> take, a, <laughs> set, oh, take damn. a take a setback token so be it all right today also it's wow.
0: Shay shaylee you know what Today's good though adam you and i were thinking along exactly the same lines i was gonna shout stop well, wait, we're <laughs> we're not we're
2: in somebody cause... else's place obviously we're not where we belong <laughs> we just like essentially we we, we just essentially the have box acted of their
0: private stash.
2: or somebody else's private stash. Who the hell knows whether they knew this was down here or not? And uh, uh, this chilt guy has played us all for saps, and we're taking the fall for him. All yep.
3: right. So
2: okay, one setback token on smack chain more. Yeah,
1: that's right. The uh, the ice trolls. Some other ice trolls attack Lee. She swings her uh, arm around and uh, manages to knock a couple of them out, but uh, several of them have left on top of her, and she's struggling with them. She falls back into the altar, knocking Blade Star down. In uh, <laughs> he he kind of falls half into the big box with the axe in it, she is, and he, she's kind of on top of him. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, it's an awkward moment. In the <laughs> In the midst of all of this, the uh ice trolls are scrabbling at the amulet around her neck. Oh good. <laughs> There's a strange moment when colors and light begin to swirl all around. The lot of you.
3: What
0: the hell? We're being beamed somewhere. <laughs>
3: I, you feel really a similar
1: it. sensation as to the last time you traveled back
2: in time. I'm going to quickly try and grab oh, wow. onto either a leg or a limb or an arm or somebody that happens to be touching this whole thing so I have physical contact with either a, a troll guard or Blade Star's arm or Shaylee's leg or something.
1: All right. I'm assuming you also probably want to snag that shield. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I'm mean, going to give it, that to you as a given, uh, because laying around it
2: was just... Well, yeah, as soon as as soon as soon I you know, put my arms up and saw uh, <laughs> uh, two
3: dozen... And I'm uh, grabbing
2: hold of the axe before
1: we... Uh, well, you're laying on top of it, so it doesn't matter. You are you already have physical
0: what contact. Well, it does too do matter. I want it to come with me. If I'm just laying on top of it, if I go back in time, it may physical, not follow me. You, you have physical sure.
1: contact with it. That's all that matters. But
0: you can grab it if you okay. like. Sure. No, well, I know if I don't need to, I, I won't. I just so just the uh, sure the, wh- the struggle between uh,
1: the trolls and uh, Shaylee has caused an accidental activation of the amulet. There's uh, the swirl of light, the and colors, and uh, suddenly you find yourselves all in a huge heap. Shaylee, Blade Star, Lucas, the lion cub, Smack. No ice trolls. You are no, uh, really. hmm. You are all um now in the middle of a busy square a very busy bustling square in a uh, city of uh, some sort it is very very hot here the uh, shield and the axe are both in your possession and there are all sorts of people milling around no one's taken particular notice yet of your sudden appearance in their midst as it's a market day and there were stalls set up all along the uh, the street.
0: Okay, when you say the square is busy, are we talking danger of being trampled?
1: Uh, not not particularly, no. I mean, people are walking around okay. you, but it's a it's busy bustling city square.
0: Well, I think despite... But not-really comment, I'm going to get to my feet to avoid the possibility of being uh, stepped on. Alright.
1: Smack, would you please and, roll a perception roll?
0: Okay. Okay, okay you may be about to answer the question I was going to ask, so...
1: Uh, what's that? What
0: was your question? Are these people, hum- are these people human, or are they troll? Uh, no, they're human.
1: Okay, I thought so, but I wanted to make sure. I roll a four. You notice because it's pretty hard to miss that on the <laughs> <laughs> on the far side of the square is a familiar looking pyramid
2: okay, so we are in the yeah captain the chronometer's running backwards <laughs> make
3: way make
2: way make
1: way a <laughs> soldier is coming down the street ahead of a procession.
2: Uh, Move off to one side and drag the fur-covered box with us?
1: The box didn't come with you, just the axe.
2: Okay. I'm gonna move off to one side. Does
1: anybody have the amulet? Yes, I still have my time amulet, yes.
0: How the hell did that happen? I mean, I'm glad it happened, but... Well, it was in the struggle. I, I tried to make that clear.
1: In the struggle with the ice troll, she accidentally set it off. Oh! Oh! okay.
0: Oh! Okay. I, for some reason, had this vision of them taking it from her no, and no, no. using there, it. There was the
1: big struggle, and they were kind of trying to pull it away from her, and they, they were fighting. Right. And, I got you. was misunderstood. Off. Okay. Okay, and cool. uh, the procession goes by. There's a large, ornate chariot in the lead. A much younger and less mummified Fantra is writing in it. She catches eye. C- catches. Uh, her eye. Ca- what am I trying to say? Catching her eye. Now you start to like me. On the shield. <laughs> an axe that you are carrying with you. Halt! She cries in alarm. Seize them! The guards swarm over you To be continued
2: Blade Star, we should open up a hot dog stand We'd clean up <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why do I get the feeling I've experienced this deja vu before?
3: Uh. <laughs> so just to make sure
1: that I made that perfectly clear You realize that you are back in time Before yes. uh, Fanford died initially
3: Mm-hmm. Yes, I
1: gathered that much. All right. Back when and Zim also was more out, populated.
2: And also on the surface of Zim, not Aureolus?
1: Right, yes.
2: Okay, all right.
1: You're in the desert, because oh. that pyramid is well, the we, one that yeah, you but, were in in the first episode.
2: That's
0: right, yeah. Right, I thought so. Okay, so yeah, that's well, at least I got
2: to. We're, at least I got to be captured by somebody today.
0: Wait a minute, that mm-hmm. means that our time... Well, I guess it already did. Never mind. I was thinking our, that means our time amulet also travels us through space. Why am I talking like William Shatner right there? Yes. Yes, but is it did <laughs> that
1: previously as well. That's,
0: yes, that's what I said. I, it, we had already established that fact.
1: Yes. We <coughs> have. <laughs> For the love of mankind, we have. Oh. For the sake mm. of all mankind, I will have a small
3: Sprite. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, you need to check that out if you haven't uh, done so already. The McDonald's Patrick Stewart. I think oh, you can just Google it. McDonald's. I did. I saw that. <laughs> That's such Excellent. a bad, bad impression, but it's what makes it hilarious. Mm-hmm. I don't think he was trying to do a good impression. At least I hope he wasn't. Uh. Oh. Okay, Uh, so moral of the story. Oh, God. For once, I can't think of one.
2: Kids, if you're out playing, or you're on your way to the store, or you're coming back from a Troll Scout meeting, (laughs) never accept a ride from any stranger that says, Hey, can I give
0: you a lift? It's very, very dangerous. You know, that's a very good point, Smack. That's exactly what happened with us when we encountered Chill. We accepted his ride, and look where we've ended up.
1: How yeah, about the same place you end up at the end of every episode? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, at least screwed over. Why can't we not get rid of him? Accepting the word of Chill just at face value was the second biggest mistake I made today. And what was the first, Mac? Trying to bear-hug a snow-squid and being (laughs) successful.
1: (laughs) Well, that wouldn't be a bear-hug that'd be a squid-hug, wouldn't it?
2: Point taken. I stand corrected. And I sit in squid juice.
1: And I say the moral of the story is Look what happens when you refuse to knight a leprechaun. <laughs> you only get what you deserve.
0: <laughs> the the enemy have, of your enemy is didn't not say necessarily we'd never... your friend. <laughs> yeah. And we didn't say we wouldn't knight you. We just said that you needed to earn your knighthood, but we're getting off the subject of the moral
1: oh, yeah, I right, here. Some sort of veiled comment about my height. (laughs) Saying I have to grow into my knighthood.
0: What are you saying? It's not very nice. I'm making a comment on your height, yes. It has nothing to do with you actually earning your knighthood. I'm actually just making a comment on your short stature.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Screw you, Star?
0: Screw you. (laughs) It seems to be the running theme of the episode. Oh, gruesome. <laughs> Alright, so feedback on today's adventure. Which I would it was think. good! I'm curious to see where it's going to go, because I'm thinking, if we're lucky, we are here before she stole the uh, sword and shield and helm. Well, remember, this and we is can thousands
1: maybe... of years in the past now.
0: Remember. Right, but I'm sure they are still around, and maybe we can I don't know. We need to figure
3: out what... It's it.
1: convoluted since we introduced yeah, time travel.
3: I, <laughs> yeah, I, I...
0: Yeah, I... Yeah, I mean... Hey, this...
2: <laughs> this uh, the, it stepped off of the bread knife. This story stepped <laughs> off of the bread knife and onto the corkscrew the instant we entered the cave of that Weisenheimer that had the robots guarding him. Yeah. <laughs> and said... I'm an ex-Nighter Shenzhen, scene, and I have a toy for
0: you. <laughs> just, you should have said, up yours and left it at that, because, yeah, it, this thing's been nothing but Super
2: Bowl crazy since then. <laughs> it was like taking a Super Bowl and just flinging it against a stone wall uh, yeah. in in, a, in an alley. <laughs> it's just like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I wonder
0: if you can still get those. Those are cool. Those
2: Super Bowls. They were dangerous when I first got them. (laughs) They were. were. were, I mean, they were like...
3: Literally take some high out
2: with one of those. (laughs) Yeah. They were... Now they're kind of like soft, I think mostly. But the ones that we got when they first came out in the 60s, they weighed like a half a pound. And they were really (laughs) dense, really hard black rubber. And... You could do some serious damage with those suckers on the bounce. Well,
0: But the nice thing was if you ended up breaking a window with it, it would bounce back to you, so you still got to keep your Super Bowl. No, I'm just kidding.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, and we got the trademark um, character-shaped impression in something in this episode. Yes, well. yes.
2: That okay. had to happen at least once. Yeah. Actually, I thought you were going to do it with Blade Star first when the snowball ship ramp came down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no.
2: But um, yeah, at least Blade Star. Uh, yes, Mac Chainmore got to put some kind of part in there, and and Shay Lee got a little chance at doing it too with the arm.
3: That's right. Picasso. Uh,
1: that's too fun. I love playing Lucas. <laughs>
0: yes, <laughs> I
3: know you do. <laughs>
1: I realize it's at your expense, but he's just too much
0: fun. I think Lucas says what you're actually thinking half the time. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much. Which just goes to show how completely inept we are. I would
2: be interested in hearing a scene where Lucas and Shaylee are stuck together in some situation.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> just just to hear Jas go on. Uh,
1: Sniping at, at each we- other.
2: At least for a couple of minutes. That'd be fun.
0: (laughs) the request is duly noted. That'd be funny. All right. So we're thousands of years. I'm trying to remember now all the stuff we've learned about the Shenzhen history and all that. So if we're thousands of years, because well, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Well, Chainmore's history is that he's a dork. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, it doesn't long before we're Around, but I mean, we know we are descended from the original knights of Shenzhen. <laughs> yeah. So, uh. so if they saw somebody come
2: along and maybe uh, do some damage to somebody that's their mortal enemy, do they automatically trust them?
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, point point at first, the hell, yeah. I
2: did it. I did it first, and it was, it didn't take long for me to. Of course, we were already at Orealis before I decided. Gee. There's a whole bunch of things I didn't consider
0: before getting on this ship. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, the way I rationalize that is we are the last of the Knights of Shenzhen, and we haven't really had to do anything. And so we're a little rusty on things like considering all the options before we jump in. As much as we like to talk about how we are uh, these brilliant Knights, we're actually kind of learning as we go. It could be relatively early in our the
1: history. there's not a whole lot of people on Zim, so you, you haven't had a lot of whole, uh, you know social
2: interaction. Exactly,
1: you're socially best, inept.
2: Yeah, the best part is, even if we get totally like obliterated and killed and are left back here in the past, there's still a Smack Chainmore and a Blade Star and a Shay Shaylee back, uh, back in Zim's future that can proceed. Yeah, yeah. And get tired of waiting for us and just carry on legacy.
1: That's right. Your past selves are in the future.
0: Now, see, that's the yeah. thing. That brings up the thing that Mel was talking about, even with time travel things in general, is the fact that technically if we are killed in the past, then we wouldn't be around to be born in the future. So we wouldn't have two of us because we would never have been born or we would be or no, We would just
1: die before you were born.
0: Oh, good God! I'm Which is my your own Okay, well, I'm going to stop this train. <laughs> it completely rolls off the track. Your
1: personal <laughs> future could be the timelines past, quite easily.
0: Right. I think I actually understand that. Okay. Yes.
1: That was the whole Terminator thing when when they sent Kyle back in the first movie. And he dies in the past. It's not that he will not be born. It's just that his death will occur in the timeline before he's born. But to him, it's after. So, right.
2: And he becomes his commander's okay. father.
1: Well, I'm glad yes. you guys enjoyed the game.
2: Hey. It was. <laughs> I I enjoyed chill. Chill was fun.
1: Yeah. Well, our favorite... He's still around there somewhere.
2: Our favorite John Peach. And it yeah. was good to... <laughs> and it was good to not actually have to watch uh, Blade Star get his um, head blown up by a remote control.
0: Yeah, yeah I thought that ended it rather nicely. <laughs> yeah,
2: it was good.
0: Remember, the Vellamere still has that control there.
2: Yes, I attempted to get it away from him, but circumstances prevented it.
0: Oh, I'm not worried. He's thousands of years in the future.
2: I'm Although, not worried either.
0: Although, he might be here. Oh, because, my. Yeah, because that happened many years ago. Uh, if I remember also my is,
2: captive soul's backstory correctly. He also is very old, yes, indeed. Fanta could be part of the political what, what's-its that's helping him conquer the system. Even where we stand or not.
0: <laughs> yes, and those guys may or may not be Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Josh, that was a joke from the last game that I was that I'm running. Hollowworth Expedition. Yeah. There was a quick
2: slip where there were perpetrators inside a house and there was a quick slip <laughs> early on where he referred to the Nazis as being here, here, and here. But we weren't supposed to know that they were Nazis. So we spent the rest of the game referring to them as... uh, And on the third floor, we hear the banging of the guy that may or may not be a Nazi. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It was very funny.
0: Well, you know, I figured I... Oops, I screwed up. Might as well, you know, make the most out of it. Yeah.
2: It It expanded to may or may not be a Massachusetts Nazi. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, because they're in. Yeah, cause they're in Massachusetts at the moment. Um. <laughs> all right. Good. Good. Yep. All right. Well, uh,
2: it there was certainly a lot of action in that hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> more than one hour. Cool. When do we want to uh, go for uh, next meetup here?
1: I'm good with next, next Tuesday? Tuesday. Yeah, nineteenth. Or do you have your thing next? Tuesday, Eric. You have your once a month uh, no. Tuesday thing.
0: Nope, that'll be on the fourth Tuesday of the month. So, the nineteenth is good hit. for me. Week from tonight. All right. Yep. Oh,
2: good. Very good. Right. Maybe, maybe next, <laughs> maybe next week we can kick some sentient ass. <laughs>
3: yeah. so, <that'd> be nice. <laughs> we'll find out,
2: I guess. But uh, in the meantime. Uh, very intricate, lots of twists, very twisty. Yeah,
0: this is the first time in a long time where I have no idea where it's going to go from here. It's like usually, I mean, not not to say that I've predicted what you were going to do completely, but usually I have some idea of where it's going to go. I mean, I have ideas where it could go, but I have no idea where you're planning on taking this, so that's pretty cool.
2: Yeah, I gotta admit, standoff with Valamir ending with uh, visit from the Iceman from outer space—the <laughs> <It's> last <laughs> possible thing I would have expected.
0: Well, good. I, I uh, okay, to... that's right there—that is the name of the damn episode. <laughs> the Iceman from, out. from outer space. <laughs> that's friggin' brilliant. There you go.
2: <laughs> well, we'll we'll find out what's up, whether Chill really is a, a scumbag or not. I guess. Maybe next week. Yep. In the meantime, Josh, thank you very much once again. Excellent.
0: Yeah, Josh, thanks. Well, was awesome. you're welcome.
2: All right. I'll see you guys then um the nineteenth week from tonight.
1: Sounds good. Cool.
2: All right. Have a great rest of the week. Take it easy. Take, Take it you. easy. Bye-bye. Bye bye.